Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Busy show tonight. First of all, it's the last show with our worky Dylan, so let's really put him through hell. Uh, in fact, let's let's um, emotionally abuse him and then sack him. What happened to the Be Kinder? That's what radio, the radio industry is like, right. Honey Pie. That's what it is like. Secondly, new callers only tonight. Mm-hmm. New callers. First time callers. Not second time callers. Not, I haven't called you for a long time. Not, I, I, I used to call you back on another radio. No. First time callers only. We'd be strict to that. Can I give those first time callers a pep talk? Yeah, please do, Catherine. Fame costs. Here's where you start paying. Holy, not literally. It's In free. sweat. Sweat and come. It's free. In what, so, it, it, so, I'm sorry. Sweat and come on the air is what I meant. Sweat and come on the air. Um, so the, the way it works, people would uh, text, tweeting me, uh, how much does it cost? It's free. Well, well, most packages, the phone number will be free. I've got a really sore throat, my bones ache, and um, I've got a headache. Now, I'm not saying that's coronavirus. Yeah. Shut up, worky! Dear God, I'm not saying it's. I've got a corona boner, but this this ain't this ain't right. Okay. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You give it. Say it slower. Oh, get a pen. Not that slow. Shh, wait, 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 wait. I need to get one that works. Is that okay? We call you back. Wait, 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 wait. We call you back. Okay, right on that. Right on that. But you're getting on my nerves. Shh. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You ring that number. Dylan will pick up. Yeah. He'll take your name. He'll call you straight back. Um, now, we normally start the show with a song, and, and today is no exception. But I've been meaning to play this for the last few days since it came out. There is a new song by the Dixie Chicks. Oh. Have you heard it yet, no. Catherine? I haven't heard it yet. Please don't let it be awful. I well, this them. is it. I love that. This is it. Please don't let the okay. new song by the Dixie Chicks, Dixie Chicks, be awful. If the new song by the Dixie Chicks is good, all will be right. The coronavirus will fade away, the weather will calm down, and the idiots in power in both Britain and America will fall off of a bridge. If the new song by the Dixie Chicks sucks, Trump is in for another 10 years, Johnson is in for another 20 years, we're all going to die of the CV. That's my prediction. So, ladies and gentlemen, I present, I've not heard this, Gaslighter, by the Dixie Chicks. Gaslighter, denier, doing anything to get your ass farther. Gaslighter, big timer, repeating all of the mistakes of your father. We moved to California and we followed your dreams. I believed in the promises you made to me. For that night, till death do us part, but you lie.
Boris Johnson, 10 more years of Donald Trump. That's not even legal. Anyway, so... When have you ever been let down by one of your favourite bands? 0344 499 1000. That song was paper thin. Rizzler, it was blue, Rizzler, paper thin. I'm willing to give it a few more listens, but I didn't immediately love it, and that's a shame. We're screwed, guys, and it's all the fault of those goddamn DC chicks, the Dixie chick chicks. I think that's a lot to put on them. No, they—they—it's their fault for when they started calling out President uh, George W. Bush in Shepherd's Bush Empire. That's where it happened. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. New callers only. Goddamn it! Uh, and we'll be throwing the topics out as and when. Um, first one is: When have you been let down by your favourite? Bands, because <laughs> that wasn't great. I I'll play. We will play you a great. Some of you are going. Well, I've never heard the Dixie Chicks. That sounded fine. You wait. After eleven, uh, we'll play you a great Dixie Chicks song. We will play you a great Dixie Chicks song. Paper thin. Also, I used to love Morrissey. Uh, yeah, he's he's doing a tour, right? Mm-hmm. Has it started, or have the tickets just gone on sale? I think they've just gone up. Who's good? Who would? Um, who would go and see Morrissey these days? Apart from, obviously, Tommy Robinson and his family, he'd take those guys, and, and um, a lot of people who, who, who tweet the, the, the show while I'm on air, those guys obviously will. But who else is going to go and see... Those guys don't like music. Can you... Can you put... A, how... Okay. Can you put aside your differences with an artist enough to go and see them in concert. For ex- and, and, and what is the tipping point? I still listen to Gary Glitter. I probably wouldn't go and see him in concert. Exactly. That's, right. the, that's the second thing, isn't yeah. it? I still um, like the Smiths. We'll turn the heating down. Go I'm on. not really that up for listening to too much solo Morrissey anymore. Okay, okay. I wouldn't go and see him now. Okay, you wouldn't go and see Morrissey. I've seen I've Morrissey. seen him before. I've seen him. You wouldn't go and see he him. He was good. The Smiths get back together. It's never going to happen. No, no, no. It's possible. It is possible. Johnny Marr has always said, he said, he's always said, that's a check for 15 million quid I got in my back pocket if I ever need to cash it. So it's always possible. Smiths get back together. Would you go and see them? By the way, Johnny, that, that check is rapidly diminishing as time well, goes on. here's the thing, yeah, because it's not just one person you're supporting, is it then? <sighs> I don't know. I quite like staying in these days. It takes a lot to get me out. <laughs> what is the tipping point for, would you go and see someone? What would they have to do 
to, I remember when uh, I was at another radio station and Rolf Harris got done for um, sexually abusing children. And we had loads of calls, none of them ironic. One woman, it was a little bit, uh, you know, in the old days, well, a little bit, I'm going to do something, Catherine. Can you describe She's what I'm She's eccentric. Can you describe what I'm doing to the listener? Um, eccentric. Okay, I'm doing a circular motion to right the side of my head and pulling a funny face. Um, and she had a picture of Rolf Harris on her bedside table. I mean... And loads of women said if he came out and did a concert, they would go and see him. They would go and see him. Um, so I think there is, you know, there is. What is the tipping point for that? 0344 499 1000. You call us only. This is Talk Radio. Amy! <laughs> Go! Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. New callers only, guys. But please bear that in mind. If you if you phone up and you're a new caller, first time caller, first time caller, you will be greeted with um, a, 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 a gloved hand patting you on the the back. Um, if you are if you've called before, you'll be chewed out. You will be chewed out, Gavin. Thank you. Your it, message has been recorded. What? To re-record this. What the hell is going on? Well, I'm glad he's gone. Uh, who's this? Hello, who are you? Me? Yeah. Yeah, right, I'm a Dave. What do you mean, you're a Dave? I, I am one of the army of Dave. I'm a Dave. Well, what does that mean, you're a Dave? It means I've got ladders on my van and I wear plaid shirts. Have you ever called the show before? Never in a million years. Prove but it. I have called talk shows, but not yours. Prove it. Prove it? Yep. Um... Well, your hold music sounds exactly like the music from my doctor's surgery. So that surprised me. And I said that to the person who picked up the phone and they went, uh-huh. Yep. So, yeah. So, so that was a new experience for me. Okay. A uh, man who's pretending his name is Dave. My, my name is Dave. It is. Genuine. I don't believe... It's genuine. He's a rapper. <laughs> um, Dave. Oh, well, is he? I, I don't know. Rap. I'm too old for rap. Never too old for rap. No. Never too old for rap. That's what my wife would tell me, but I'm afraid that I am too old for rap. I like a bit of Pink Floyd or the 1970s. Are you my agent, Nick Cannon? Because you sound like him. <laughs> and if no. so, get me more, get me out of this place. Get me on a decent radio station for crying <laughs> out. I've won an no, award. No, no, but my wife is producer of a theatre, so you never know. Oh, yeah. producer of a theatre, you say? Mm. What do you want, Dave? Um, what do I want? Well, I rang up because uh, Dixie Chicks. It's the first time I heard that, that name since university. Oh. Because there used to be an accommodation block that was all female. And the promiscuous ladies of it, don't worry, you won't be pressing the dumb button, don't worry. Okay. But that's up to you. The, the promiscuous ladies who lived within, and they were... There's nothing sexist about that or anything. It's just... They, well, they, 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 they well, you're calling them promiscuous rather than sex positive, but continue. They were sex positive. That's, that's, that's a good term. Is that a modern term? Again, I'm too old for this. But, um, yes, they, they, they used to call themselves the Dixie Chicks, and they had their own little song, which sort of was running around my head, and I thought, okay. 20 years younger, this is great. Damn, so I thought I'd share that little song with you, well, if that's well, right. Let's hear the little song, yes. The little song used to be, and if any of them are listening now, they're going to probably be embarrassed in front Don't of their husband. No one listens. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, they, well, I listened, but I've never rung in. <clears throat> Are you definitely a first-time caller? Definitely a oh, okay. first-time caller, but I have, I have years... I've, I've, my job involves lots of public speaking, so I'm not too fast, if you know what I mean. Ooh, this guy... We got a professional on the line. I like this guy. Yeah, I'm in training and all that, if you know. Anyway, oh. 
Sorry, and, and a few a few drinks, obviously. There we go. That was it. I knew there was something <laughs> slightly chemical about your confidence. It, it wasn't the training. It was the booze. For, for a bit of a joke, I decided to buy Corona and drink Corona because, hey, whatever. Oh, you know. God. Oh, no. you, hang on a minute. We need a sound for people that make the Corona beer joke. <laughs> it had to be done, and it's actually on offer in the local supermarket because nobody's buying nobody's it. Nobody's buying it because people are idiots. Yeah, exactly. They're buying all the toilet rolls, but no, uh, no Corona. Here's a, let me read you something. This is a, 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 a tweet that Julie Hartley Brewer sent out earlier on, right? And this is this is kind of what we did. This this seemed to me absolutely obvious. Uh-huh. Um, where's it gone? Where's it gone? It just popped up on my screen. I, I mean, she's blocked me, so I don't normally see it, but uh, I can see it here. Uh, here we go. Oh, why does this keep moving? This something's. Oh, I'm, I seem to be getting caught in um, some racist, <laughs> some racist crossfire from some something is happening. Um, ah, racist crossfire, the best yeah. sort of crossfire. Uh, but here we go. We're all busy. I won't do the voice. We're all busy washing our hands. But a coronavirus expert told me <laughs> that if you hold your mobile phone with dirty hands, then wash your hands, then pick up your mobile phone again, it's all rather pointless. You need to wipe clean your phone too. Hashtag top tip. <laughs> Hashtag duh. That's obvious. I would have thought that was obvious. Wouldn't uh, you, Dave? Uh, you know what? Just basic hygiene, which we've always yeah. stayed on. You know that people's phones it, yeah. are covered in urine and faecal matter, right? They are. Ah. Because you go to the toilet or you use them on the toilet. and it's, it's, uh, So, yes, what, the, 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 the coronavirus lives on whatever you've touched. And people are unsure how yeah. long it lives out in the thing. It could be for, for hours. So, yeah, of course, you, you wash your... You, you've got dirty hands, you touch your phone, you wash your hands, you touch your phone. You've got dirty hands again. That is obvious. My cat chews my phone, so it's dirty anyway. So there we go, you see. I'm going to chew yeah. your cat. Get to the... Let's hear your um, horny, sexist song. I was gonna. I was gonna do that. I was gonna say. Remember, there's a horny, sexist song to come. Yeah. <clears throat> right. They used, to be, they used to come down the stairs, yes. and we'd accompany them as gentlemen to the students' union for beers. You weren't. You weren't a gentleman. Uh, as, as gentlemen would. But Please. just checking, they were the promiscuous ones. These were the promiscuous ones. Mm, you were just with them. You were just um, men. I, I, I'm not going to name them, but my God, my head is filled with memories. <sighs> I don't want to hear about your bank. <laughs> Close the vault door and lock Pre, it and do the, do the song! Uh, the song! Right, yes. Okay, it used to go, <clears throat> if there is no song, you'd kill me. But yeah, there is a song. It used to go, Dixie Chicks, We Seek Dick. Stop! Stop, stop, stop. First of all, I was going to say, that's not a song, that's a poem, you have to sing it. But then the second line was, We Seek Dick. We can't have that on this radio station. <gasps> But they used to sing that. Yeah, well, they may have used to sing that. Just because you're reporting it faithfully doesn't mean it's okay. Oh, I apologise. I, I didn't realise there were sort of broadcasting codes. Of course uh, there I, are, and, and, and I'm, do really, know that. I'm really up on them these days. Pro- probably like the rest of the country is now listening to some incidental music, aren't they? Yes, yes, exactly. Yes, absolutely. Anyway, Dixie Chicks, we seek... <clears throat> we like drinking till we're sick. With a knick-knack paddywhack, give us all a bone, the Dixie Chicks will take you home. Thank you very much for your call, Dave. You've, you've what a charming vignette that was. <laughs> um, here we go. This is... Uh, my sister has retweeted this. Um, the top five stories in New Zealand. Have you seen this? No. Number one. First case of coronavirus in New Zealand confirmed. Number two. Second case of coronavirus in New Zealand confirmed. Number three. Third case of coronavirus in New Zealand confirmed. Number four. Coronavirus. Mum with virus says her husband is New Zealand's fourth diagnosed case. Number five. 
peanut slab ice cream bars hit New Zealand stores. That's what's happening in New Zealand. That's what's happening in the old country, Dylan. That's what's happening. Good evening, Joanne. Hello. Um, last year, yes. my husband brought um, two tickets to the Ozzy Osbourne concert. Okay. And they've been cancelled twice. Mm. And I'm thinking, is he still going to be alive October coming? Yeah. Oh, God. Is it, so, so it's now been rescheduled for October? Yes. <laughs> and is he going to make it... Your husband your husband, or Ozzy Osbourne, who, who, who you're worried about? <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy Osbourne. Your, your husband is in good health. Yeah. And he's... he's on his way home in the car listening. Oh, well, don't, don't! The surprise... Yeah, that's my Joanne on the radio! Where's he from? Birmingham! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my Joanne on the radio! And he's, he's so shocked... He spins and crashes into a lamppost. Don't even joke. No! I'm sure he could save himself. <laughs> uh, I'm sure he can. Um, I think, I think Ozzy Osbourne is like Keith Richards, in as much as he's pickled inside. He'll outlive us all. He will be around forever. Probably. Yeah, he will be around for I've met Ozzy Osbourne, Joanne. Right. I got to interview him. He was, he's so polite, so polite, and the nicest smelling rock star I've ever had the opportunity to sit opposite. Honestly, he, and I said to him, you smell amazing. Thanks, mate. It's kind of your size. That's not bad, actually. I like the way he brought the tickets and said, would you like to come Valentine's night? Oh, Right. And that's when it was cancelled. Oh. oh, that was crafty. No, but did you? Well, surely a cancelled concert on Valentine's night leaves the the window of love opportunity wide open. <laughs> did you? Did you have a good old? Oh, don't. Did no, you that's have personal. Some bunky bunky <laughs> to celebrate the fact that concert had been cancelled. I can't remember. <laughs> Okay. Can't remember. I nearly made a joke about snakes, but then I remembered that's Alice Cooper. Yeah, his was bats. His it? was he bit the head off, head off a bat. Did you bite the head off anything? Oh no! Come on, jo Joanne. I I look forward to taking your call in October and you telling me how great Mr. Os Osborne Osborne was. I will do. Nice one, Joanne. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. That's his name, Osborne Osborne. I thought it was Oswald. Okay. Let's go to Oliver. Good evening, Oliver. Hello. Hello, Oliver. Oh, Oliver, has your dad been tweeting me? Pardon? Has your dad been tweeting me? Yeah. Tell him I have reported him for stalking and harassment. Um, that is a yeah. joke. That is a joke. Hey, Oliver, nice to talk to you. Let me... I'm going to guess how old you are. You are... 11. No. 10. No. 9. Yeah. There we go, I got it straight away. We'll, well edit it. No, edit it so I get it straight away, please. Hey, Oliver, how, uh, what can we do for you on this wonderful Friday, March the 6th? Well, um... My dad um, is a policeman, and um, he's he's sa he's saying he's on a he's looking for the strawberry thief 
I wanted to know if you had any information. <laughs> oh, me so sorry, Mr. Lee don't live here no more. <laughs> Kath, le nice lady, talk to boy. Talk to him, talk to him, I'm not here. I'm not covering up. I'm not here. I don't want to be an accessory to I this. I don't want anything to Everyone do. saw it. That, shut up, that was over two years ago. I don't want to, I, to talk, talk to the boy. I'm not doing it. Talk to the kid. You. You talk, I don't want to talk to the kid. He's a grass. I can hear you, your microphone's on. It's not, you can't hear me, can you, Oliver? Pardon? Yes! Yay! Yay! I think Oliver could be open to a cheeky little bribe. If I gave you, Oliver, yeah, 50 pence, could we make yeah. this, could we make this go away and you tell your dad that you didn't get through to me? Um, no. Make it a fiver. How about one pound? Uh, more. Tell you what, Oliver, you name the price to make this little problem disappear and then we'll start talking? Um, £1.50 then. Kath, can you lend me 50p? Alright, but you'll pay me back this time. Okay. Alright, Oliver, we will send you £1.50 and you just have to tell your dad you didn't speak to me, that I wasn't in. Oh, but there's one thing. Yeah? My dad's in the car. But your dad can only hear your side of the conversation, right? Oh, wait, he said he can't hear what I'm saying. Yes, <laughs> Right, so, Kath, practice. Kath is going to pretend to be your dad, and we're going to have a little practice at the conversation that's going to happen after this phone call. So, Kath, you be Oliver's dad. Hello, hello, hello. That's what they talk like, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they do, so they talk to their kids, yeah. Oliver, what happened with yeah. that fella? Pardon? Hello, hello, hello. Don't do that bit. Okay. Um, Oliver's son, I'm your father, remember? What happened with that beardy fella that we were trying to chase down together like a couple of bounty hunters? Um, not really. I, I'd say, did, did you manage to speak? Did you manage to speak to him on the phone? Um, mm, mm. he sounded a bit weird. <laughs> You have to say, no, I didn't hear him at he didn't, all. He's, no, he's, say, say, no, Daddy, I didn't speak to him. I spoke to James O'Brien. Okay, Dad, I didn't speak to him. You spoke to James O'Brien? Say that. Say, I spoke to, I spoke to James O'Brien instead. And he coughed I to everything. Say, say, yeah, whoever he is, say, he's a loser. Say, say he coughed to everything. Oliver, what? you are a, you are an excellent. You, that one pound fifty. I've got your address, Oliver. You live in a house, right? Yeah. Does it have a front door? Yeah. What colour's the front door? Um, blue. 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 Yeah, yeah, it's blue. That, right. So I know I've got your address. I know where you live. You'll have that one pound fifty in the morning. And here's the thing, Oliver. Make sure you yeah. hit your dad. Here's this bit. If you don't find that £1.50 under your pillow in the morning, that means your dad has stolen it and he doesn't love you, okay? Okay. Thanks for calling, Oliver. Bye, Oliver. Bye. Sorted. Oi, 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 poloi. 0344-499-1000. New first-time callers only. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Uh, we have got some topics out there. 
when has your we played the new Dixie Chick song? Oof. When I mean it's not terrible, but it's it's paper it's not, thin. It's not their best. It's paper thin. When has one of your favourite bands let you down? First time callers only. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. What's the tipping point? When, when would you stop? Uh, <laughs> so sorry. Uh, I'll tell you in a minute, Kath. When would you stop going to see an act? For example, I still listen to Gary Glitter. I wouldn't go and see him in concert. I wouldn't want to put money in his pocket. I'd be curious, but I wouldn't want to put money in his pocket. Now, that raises the question, what if you got a free ticket? Ooh. That raises the question, because my, my initial argument is, I don't want to put money in his pocket. I get, I get a press ticket. Mm. Would I go and see him? Yes. Yes. Would you? Yes is my, is my, is the answer that's bubbling up inside me. It's kind of like a knee jerk, but maybe a little bit past the knee jerk. I would give it a lot of consideration. Yeah, I think I would. But you know he'd see a full room as support. Yeah, yeah. I'd be going actually primarily to see the people that were there, to witness the spectacle. I would consider my presence there as a kind of Louis through John Ronson thing. I would be intrigued to see, I would be intrigued to see, I would be intrigued to see it. I, I, I've got to be completely honest, but I wouldn't want to put money in his pocket. Hmm. Doesn't make me a bad person. No. Makes me perhaps too honest. Um, I think most people could would put their differences aside over Morrissey if, if the Smiths got back together. Because it's not just him. It's because the band... People like is, Johnny Marr. ...is bigger than just him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. People like Johnny Marr. And that band was a... That band was... That thin. band was overrated and not no, that good, no. actually. Oh, come on. They're not that good. The Smiths are not that good. But I've the tried... But the Glitter Band... The Glitter Band were terrible. What's your point? Okay. Well, the Glitter Band's different to Gary Glitter, if that's what the point you were making. No, what I'm saying is... That's the point you were making, wasn't what? it? No. They're different. No, I wasn't. Well, you, why did you bring up a band? Because I'd be going to see the band. I wouldn't be going to see Morrissey necessarily, but I don't think I'd... I don't know if I'd go. But I like Johnny Marr. That would be my conundrum. I do think this... And I've tried the Smiths. I've tried. A ding -a ding -a ding -a ding -a ding I like -a -ding -a I like a jangly guitar. Oh, I've got a hand in a glove and I want to vomit on my books. So that's all that stuff, isn't it? No. A ding -a ding -a ding -a ding -a ding -a no. ding All oh, my glasses broke last night. Is <laughs> that, isn't it? No. I, no. It's not. Okay. They were good. They were good. Okay. Um, 0344 499 1000. First, Dylan Alwerky has been, um, has got some, what do you call the, the word puzzles? Riddles. Yeah. For you later on. I'll ace them. I aced every single one of them. Every single one of them. So many I went, I'll stop you there. Boom, destroyed him. He was in tears over lunch. Wow, you in, destroyed him. I destroyed him. You need to build him up again. I said, do him on Kath, because she's a bit... Wow, and okay. so he's going to do some riddles on you. All right. And I said to him, I said, look, you're basically 15. It's not, my first is in bottom, but not in knee. It's not that kind of S stuff, is it? Get rid of that one, Dylan. Get rid of the bottom <laughs> knee one. And I said to him, look, you're basically 15. If you were three years younger, I'd have let a couple go past me. I'd have let a couple go past me and gone. But he needs to up his game. I said, "You're nearly 15, mate. You, you could join the army. You could go and um, you could go and kill." 
in the army. In the army. In the army. You, you, oh, you didn't know the army killed? I got news for not you, Snowflake. They kill. I said nearly. All right. Words are my weapons. Be yeah. kinder, you need Catherine. To be a bit careful Catherine, with your target. I don't know if you heard my, my award-winning speech the other night, but be kinder oh, to me. Yeah. Be kinder. That's all. And, and that speech wasn't directed at anyone. It was directed at one person. That whole speech was directed at one person. The woman stood behind me. You. It was you. It wasn't to the media. It wasn't to anybody here. It wasn't to... It wasn't to anybody. Except you. Mm. Be kinder. Be kinder. Be kinder nicer. Let's go to first-time caller. Better be a first-time caller, otherwise it will chew him out. Luke! Luke! What? You're first-time caller. Long-time listener. Do we get a bell? Well, hang on a minute. Who are you? I'm um, sorry. I'm Luke's dad. Have you been on before? No. What? What? He's got... Who's Luke? <laughs> Luke's gone shy. Luke? Hello? No, Luke doesn't exist. Hello? Who are you? Luke? No, you're not. You're the, that's the same voice as the other fella. No, no, it's different. It is different. It's the same voice! <laughs> what is no, it isn't. That's, what, that's what dads and sons sound like. One is older and one is younger. All right, if you're different voices, sing in yeah, perfect well. harmony. Sing what? What do you want us to sing? Um, do you know All Around the World by Jason Donovan? No, no. All right, it's a good song, that. No, I'm going to Google it, though. I'm going to put it on my playlist. All right, do you know anything by Sunita? No, no. Flipping it. Not even so macho. This is this no, is what. Actually, that's a good one. Go on, sing so. Right, there's only one so person. Macho. Yeah. Okay. Go on. And one voice sang it because there's funny. only one person there. No, there's two. No, there there's three. <laughs> it's the same <laughs> voice. Someone's just gone. No, there's there's two. <laughs> no, there's three. Same same person <laughs> in a wig, isn't it? Use the hell out of him. I'm a lady. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I am a lady. Oh yeah, right. That's so why you're hanging out with this scumbag, right? No. <laughs> Luke, how old are you? Um, 17 tomorrow. So he's basically 17. No, he's basically 17. <laughs> the, 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 the other character that you're doing, the, the man I guess it's, you're pretending is your dad, how old is he? He is 43. <gasps> okay. Four. And then the woman, Four. the woman... <laughs> I'm 38. What are you doing with a 43-year-old? I, I tell myself that every day. Oh, my dear, get out of there. I'm I know, I opted in. So oh, how long have you been together? Mm. Oh, five, five years or so. Oh, so hang on, the 17-year-old isn't yours? No. Okay, this is getting very, very confusing. I don't know if I believe any of these. It's his, it's, it's my stepson. It's your stepson, it's, okay. It's his. It's, 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 <laughs> its name is Luke, I think you'll find. Sorry. Oh, sorry, Luke. <laughs> we have so many children between us. I didn't know you were an evil stepmother, that. <laughs> oh, no, I certainly am an evil stepmother. Right, uh, and are you all right? I don't know if I've got the bell with me. I might have taken the bell out because it was ringing as I was walking along the other day and I was um, it was getting on my nerves. Hang on, hang on. I can hear it jangling. No, that might sure, be. Sure, it wasn't a squeaking going on when you were walking. Shut, shut up. Right, hang on. So that's for Luke. That's for the old man. That's for the woman who shouldn't really be in that relationship. Hey, we've got three bells. Three bells. Um, well, welcome to the show, guys. What can what can we do for you? Uh, Luke wants to tell you his joke this evening. Oh. Oh. It's a good one. Oh, in that case, we're in. <laughs> yeah. Go on, okay. Luke. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Have you got the coronavirus? Because I can't stop looking at you. That's quite good. 
Was it good? That's quite good. I, do you know what? I can see myself telling that to my boys tomorrow and, and, and getting half a chuckle out of them. Can, can, can I give you another one? Can I just say, though, Luke, um, people are dying, and actually that's really disrespectful to the people that have died, oh. so I'm afraid... My, 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 my apologies. My, I'm afraid I'm going to have to report you to the police for that. That's oh. ha it's a hate crime. You've just we're going to have to cancel you. you you're cancelled, and you've just committed a hate crime, and I'm reporting you to Twitter, okay? Oh, so sorry. Okay. <laughs> are we sorry? I forgive him. He's sorry, I forgive you, Luke. Good, good. Can Did, I tell you another joke? Is, this that, is that the dad? This is Dad. Sorry. Okay. Dad, is it going to be a dad joke? Uh, well, there's another coronavirus-y, roughly, dad joke. Here. Okay. All right. Let's go. Do you know what? We're having fun. We're having a great time. Let's go with it. Okay. Uh, what's the most dangerous cough? Oh. Uh, um, is it, it... Well, I thought of a sweary answer to this. Yeah, it's not sweary. It's not F off. No, you don't need the dump button. What's the most dangerous cough? Is it, do you, do I have to be in front of you and you go this one and then cough in my face? No, no. That's, that's quite no. good. Um, no, shall I just tell you? No, 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 excuse me, we're Luke's We're dad. having a little bit of fun okay. with this. We've go got, on, we, we've got no other callers, Luke's dad, so we'll drag this out as long as we need to. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We're in trouble, people. <laughs> we're going to be on here for ages. What is the most dangerous, dangerous cough? cough? <laughs> a coffin? No, it's not bad, but it's not what I was thinking. Go on then, let's have it. A Kalashnikov. Oh, didn't go down well, did it? Oh, because it's a gun. Well, here's the thing, and I don't want to be that guy, but we right. know that so many people have died as a direct result of Kalashnikov firings. Uh, also, that it's not true. guns that kill people. It's people that kill people, <laughs> and it's me that cancels you and reports you to Twitter, Luke's dad. Uh, <laughs> Can I tell you another dad joke? Oh, then? for crying! I want to hear one from your missus. Okay. <laughs> She's too good for this. She's too good for this guy. She's here. She's too good. You are too good for this guy. No, I am too good. You're right. Too, too good for this guy. Too, too good. Um, what do you call a... No, I'm not doing gay okay. dinosaur. Okay, okay. You're not doing what? A gay dinosaur. No, you're not calling okay. a gay dinosaur. I'm not doing that. That's not what, that's what he's telling me to do. What do you call a... Is it a Spanish footballer? I'll go on then, yeah. What do you call a Spanish footballer? Um, okay, okay, we can work this out. Oh, Get... what do you call a Spanish footballer with no legs? Sorry. We can't, what? <laughs> Listen, you put me on the spot. All right, go on, let's hear it. Okay, so what do you call a gay... Uh, what do you call a gay... All right, we don't need to get the feed line again. It's bad enough as it is, go on. <laughs> We've been drinking, sorry. Gracias. Oh. Okay. Oh. okay. I'm really intrigued to find out what you call a gay dinosaur now, but I'm not asking. Luke, uh, those voices were good. Well done. You did well. Thank you. 0344 499 1000. This is uh, the song I was asking. Do you know this song? Do you know this song? Jason Donovan, All Around the World. It's when he tried to become a serious pop My star. My sister used to love Jason. She'll know this. It was when he started going. She comes home to Mother Mary, says a prayer every single night. I do remember this. There's a soul with a true confession just to make everything alright. She moves slowly to light. 
wanting to be taken seriously as a pop star. 0344 499 1000. First time callers only this evening, please, dear listener. And boy, oh boy, we really, I really think we've ignited a, 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 a hot conversation. <laughs> this is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Thought we'd make things difficult for us on our last day of the week, my last Friday for a while. Uh, if you don't know, from next week, I'm going down to four days a week for mental health reasons. Cast are going to be doing Fridays. Mm -hmm. uh, for financial reasons. For financial reasons, yeah. It's not artistic at all. Um, so we're going to do that for sort of four to six weeks. I'm going to do some sums to see if it works out. And more importantly, I'm going to see if I feel better. I'm feeling very anxious, feeling very pressured at the moment. And it's coming from me. Feeling very un unhappy personally and creatively and, and uh, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm wondering um, if having an extra day, I mean, I'll be picking the kids up from school and stuff, you know, but if having an extra day makes things different. And I've had so many people get in touch and say they've cut down from five days to four and it made the world of difference. Petri Hoskin, who we've been talking about because I'm a big fan of Petri. don't know her that well. We, we, we did Sky News together a few times and we just kind of clicked and we both worked at LBC at one point and I, I like her on um, BBC London, although she's getting the boot soon. She'll be coming on here. Going to come on here probably in April at some point for sitting for an hour because I think you'd like her, Kath. Yeah. She's very funny um, and I think you'll get on with her a lot. Um, and uh, she'd heard that I was going down to four days a week and she said that she'd done the same. She said it makes like, a world of difference. A world of difference. I've had loads of people getting in touch and saying that. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm also looking forward to seeing you grow, my, my precious little caged dove. I'm going to unclip your wings. I'm going to uh, undo the key on your gilded cage. I'm going to set you free. I'm going to let you fry, fly, fry. I'm going to let you fly you let free. Me fry. Fly free Fridays with Catherine Boyle. Fly free Fridays with Catherine Boyle. That's what's coming up. I'm looking forward to seeing you soar to the skies. But like Icarus, don't go too high close to the sun. Otherwise, the wax that holds your waxy wings together will, well, will melt. What you're saying is don't be too good. Exactly. Exactly okay. what I'm saying. Exactly. Uh, I can definitely do that. Okay. And just to let you know, Sunday, this Sunday, the 8th of March, <laughs> Catherine and I will be live at the Glee Club in Cardiff. You asked for for years. People said, when are you going to come to Wales? Come, oh, come to Wales. Don't do the voice. Please, you've got to come to Wales. Go, come to Wales and do your show. We'll sell you out for you. We booked a venue. We've sold 63 tickets. In a venue that holds 450. And I may have the coronavirus. Um, so, I haven't. So, Sunday, 8th of March, probably the... Someone... I've had three people message me on Facebook. All saying, Oh, I can't make this one. Hopefully I'll come to the next one. There ain't oh, going to be a next no. one. There ain't going to be a next one. <laughs> so this is it. We've sold 63 tickets in a venue that holds 450. Oh, I can't make this one. Or oh, I'll come to the next one. There won't be a next one because not enough people have come to... The people that are coming, my God, we're going to give you such a good show. Oh, we're going to put on just the best show so that you can tell all of your other country men, country folk, men and women, how good it was, how they missed it. And it will never, ever happen again. No. Uh, the Glee Club, 
this Sunday, it's an afternoon show, 1.30 till 4.30, it will be done by 4.30, uh, meet and greet afterwards, as per usual. May not be shaking hands, don't be offended, we'll have pictures and stuff, but may not be shaking hands, um, but it'll be a laugh, pop-up radio show. And also that means if you're at home Sunday afternoon and you've got nothing to do, follow me on Twitter or Periscope, we'll be streaming the show live and you can phone in. Different phone number to this one, but you can phone into the show live on Sunday afternoon. First time callers only. Good evening, Alice. Hi. Have you ever called before? No. You sure? Very sure. Catherine looks suspicious. We've certainly spoken to an Alice, but I'm not sure it was this Alice. I'm oh, not sure enough. Oh, I'm not sure enough. Kath, question her. Interrogate. Alice. <laughs> Hello. What brings you here tonight? Well, I went for a lovely meal with my parents. Ooh. And we're in the car Lovely. on the way home Beautiful. listening to the show. Ray! Oh! Tell your mum to be quiet! <laughs> <laughs> where did you go? Well, tell me where you went to eat and what you had, please. I had a fajita. Oh, you, Alice, you don't care, do you? Freaking <laughs> chicken. Is Dad saying he had chicken? Wait, <laughs> Alice, Alice. Hello, sorry, I are you, manly, are I? you being held in that car against your will? Cough once for yes, twice for no. <laughs> oh, Flip that it sounded egg. real. Gosh, it's Chris all over again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, uh, we we will send we will send rescue to the near. So, so she was near a fajita. Okay, we can. We should be able to locate her. <laughs> what can we do for you, uh, Alice? You fajita eater. So I've got a bit of a question. Yep. Bit coronavirus related, but also not really. Okay, you've come to the right. But me and Catherine, us, we got our heads so screwed on, so much better than your parents. Yeah. Mm. Um, if you sneeze and fart at the same time, does your body take a screenshot? Mm, that's a good question. No, but your pants do. <laughs> <laughs> she's good. She's good, huh? She's good, huh? Um, That's is a it charming image, though. Thanks very Alice, much for bringing how old, that. Alice, how old are you, Alice? I'm 21. Oh, okay, that's the sort of humour you'd get from these uh, these these young people. These young people. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me speak to your father, please. There you go now. Hello. Hello, uh, uh, Alice's father. What went wrong? Hiya. What went wrong? I can't say. I bet when she was born, she was such a beautiful what? little baby, and she's turned into a vulgar-mouthed, disgusting troll. What? Must what? have been swapped at birth. Must have been swapped at birth. That happens, doesn't it? That <laughs> happens. <laughs> <laughs> what did you... You had chicken tonight, did you, Alice's dad? I had chicken and steak in a fajita. Oh, doubled Ch up. This is you don't have to decide sometimes. You can go for both. These people are living la vida loca. With a, bo with a bottle of wine. There, well, there we go. Yeah, we can smell that, yes. I suspected it was not completely <laughs> au naturel, young man. I, there was just a vibe to it. Did you... Why... Um, why are you hanging out with your 21-year-old daughter? Because surely she wants to be out smoking silk car and going to see Blackboard Jungle and, and stuff. The other way round. Oh. We were going out and she wanted to hang out with us. No. Uh, she's skint. Yeah. yeah she <laughs> Alice wants a new car. <laughs> How much has she tapped you up for so far? Well, we just hit. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. I'm assuming Daddy paid for the meal. Yes. Does, yeah. it, does it ever stop? Because my boys are eight and ten, and it costs me a fortune. Does it ever stop the pay, the, the, the money? 
it just gets worse. Oh, man, alive. Oh. The older they are, the more it costs. And um, how, uh, what's, and this, is, this is a question for Dad, right, even though it's about Alice. What is she, what's she doing with her life? She, she university, is she working, an apprentice, what's she up to? No, she's very good. She's an apprentice and she's uh, got a job at uh, Caravans for Us. No, Caravan Stuff for You. Oh, Caravan Stuff for You. Brilliant, thanks. With, uh, and she's doing very well for herself. Digital marketing. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Alice. I'm talking. I'm having a dad to dad chat. She's a woman in her own right. Talk to her, you dinosaur. No, I'm having a dad to dad chat. Outrageous. <laughs> shut up, Alice. And shut up, Alice's mum. This is. Uh, d- we're doing a new feature called Dad to Dad Chat. <laughs> are you? Apart from the fact that she's obviously common as hell, are you proud of her? I'm very proud of her. Yeah, she's really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's doing well for herself. And Dad, just tell me the name of the company one more time that she's working for. That you're so proud of. No, don't. What's that? Say the company again, Alice's dad, without any prompting. No. Caravan stuff for you. Caravan stuff for you. You're going to make me lose my job. No, no, oh, no, no. You're going to get a pay rise for this. They've just had a big plug on a national award-winning radio show. Thank you very much. That's where I get all of my characters. Sorry? Can I plug my website? I'm Alice's mom. Well, it depends what, depends what you're into, love. I mean, it, we, it, we, it maybe after midnight. Cast is like it. Oh, here we go. <laughs> go on. It's Psychic Beth here. Psychic Beth? It is. Um, PsychicBeth.com? .co.uk Oh, because .com is, speaks to animals. Okay, so let's go to oh, Psychic that's Beth. Me, that's me. Psychic, well, PsychicBeth.com And .co.uk She's, she's cornered them all. I have got to be honest. Alice's dad, you have done very, very well for yourself, sir. <laughs> Psychic <laughs> Beth <laughs> is hot. Thank you. Psychic Beth. Okay, you can you can talk to dead animals, can you? Absolutely, I do animal communication. Brilliant. Can you talk to my um, animal that passed uh, a few months ago? Is it a dog or a cat? You tell me. I feel that um, there was a very quick exit for that pet that you weren't expecting. Yeah, it was put down, obviously, yes, yes. No, I'm not obviously. I mean, lots of things can happen to animals. Cat or a dog. When you do animal communication, it's a little bit different to doing mediumship and clairvoyance for people because an animal or a pet psychic normally just would work with a good description of your animal just to say what it looks like or a photograph and then they'd pick up information from that. Right, but I mean... She's dead. I'm getting that she's hungry and then wants to sleep. <laughs> can, can you... Right, and I know we're putting you on the spot, Psychic Beth, um, and I know, you know, that you, you guys like to go, uh, we can't do it now, almost as if it's not real, but can you tell me anything about anybody I know who may have passed? Uh, yes, I could do. I feel like there's a lady in in the spirit world who you were very, very close to um, who had been ill for about three to four months before she passed away. A um, lot of bronchial and um, chest, lung, like a lung condition that she would have had 
um, that came on quite quickly. Okay. I also get the initial A or a name like Anne or Andrea or she would be very connected to that person. Uh, that doesn't make sense at the moment. Okay, well, have a think about it, but I can only give you what I pick up. Okay. Beth and Alice and Mr. Beth, very, very nice to talk to you. Psychicbeth.com or .co.uk uh, is the place to go if you want to uh, have a little chat with... Hang on a minute, I'm just going to see how much you charge. Let me just check your prices. Hey, nice, nice one, Beth. Nice one, Beth. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Hey, you're Reiki master. I am, yeah. Ooh, I challenge you to a fight. Because <laughs> I'm a karate master. <laughs> you three have been very, very good sports. Thank you so much. Have a lovely weekend. Thank, Thank you. you. Take Bye. care. Bye-bye. I mean... So we're doing first-time callers and their parents tonight. <laughs> 0344 999 That's 1000. My nan, uh, you know, I think died of like lung uh, cancer. Nan. Anne. Nan. Oh, <laughs> Her name was Joan. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio.
Dixie Chicks at the height of their powers, and you, I mean, you compare that to their new song. Yeah, I, um, it, I, God, I mean, uh, oh, oh, it's not, I mean, that's, it's, it's worlds apart, worlds apart. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand, the late night alternative. My name is Ian Lee. You are Catherine Boyle. We are taking first time callers. Only. Sometimes we get no calls. We haven't done it for a while, actually. And um, maybe the last time we did it, we did it too soon to the previous time. Because it was, it was a quiet night. That first hour, though, boy, oh, boy, there's some, there's some people with screws loose out there. Mm-hmm. And, and travelling with their parents. First time callers only, please. You can call in about anything. But we've thrown a few things out there. When has a band really let you down? What would be the tipping point to stop you going to see an artist or a band? Um, I think that's it. That'll do, won't <laughs> it? Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Good evening, Dean. Hello, I'm not a first-time caller. I don't know why Dylan well, put me through. <laughs> in that one, no, no, no. Is D- Dylan is 14, you are yeah. 60. Who is the responsible adult in that situation? Me. Right. So what are you going to hear your your broadcast before? What I you, only just what, turned the radio on. Well, the end, so so what? Apologise. Apology is accepted, but what are you going to do now? I'm going to let you out, have first time callers. Goodbye, Dean. Goodbye. Thank you for. Did you see why you tried to bl- palm that off on oh, Dylan? Oh yeah, blame the Outrageous. kids. Outrageous! Outrageous! The kids are all right as far as I'm concerned. Good evening, Jane. Oh hello. <laughs> first time caller. Hello. Yes. I like. Yes. Me likey. <laughs> Ding that bell. Well, we don't know how if she's a long-time listener. She might have only started listening last no, week. No, no, I'm a four. I'm, I'm, I'm three months, four months listener. Oh, Th- doesn't get a bell for that. Okay. Are you, can I ask Jane? You're not on speakerphone, are you? No, I'm sharing it with my husband. We've got ear to ear. Well, I like this. The fact that, that we've never had so many m- multiple bodies <laughs> phoning in simultaneously. It's like a, it's like an oral, as in a u r a l orgy. You know what it is? It's a family affair. It's a family affair. <laughs> Love it, Jane. I'm only holding on because you're Dylan. Was so lovely when I was ringing in, and I didn't realise he could hear. And I said to my husband, no, "I can't do it because my heart is racing." And Dylan's voice said, "Yes, you can do it." Hey, <laughs> well done. He's 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 earned his work experience. He doesn't get yeah. paid, but he's earned every penny of that. Yeah, <laughs> he's a good lad, isn't he? Yeah. Jane, you can Jane, you can do this. We're all counting on you. We know we've got faith in her, haven't we, Catherine? I have, yeah. I've got <laughs> faith in you, Jane. <laughs> right. What can we do for you tonight? Really, I just wanted to ring because, as I said, I'm a new listener and um, I just really enjoy your show. Last night made me laugh when you said you wanted fresh meat and then you talked about when at school um, I'm older than you and we used to talk like that. What happened there? Oh. What happened there? She got possessed, I think. What was that? Ring in and talk. What? Um, hands free. When you what is going on? on? What just you happened? Were last night about breathing in when you talk. Oh, oh. we were talking like oh, that. I thought you were saying. <laughs> I didn't know you. We were talking like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's quite spooky, isn't it? Yeah, I remembered it. And all I wanted to say was because um, I'm sorry because all your um, all your uh, calls have been 
so, well, not all of them, but I've been light. But I, wa- I wanted to say that I tuned in because I had anxiety, couldn't sleep at night, and I found your show. Oh. And you really helped. And when I get in bed, my husband says, have you got your mates on? Oh, oh I like you two. <laughs> Jane, so what, well, I don't know if our show's necessarily that good for anxiety, because it gets a bit hyper at times. <laughs> you get a little bit. What do you, so do you, do you find yourself lying in bed and then suddenly, what, your heart starts going or something? Well, I'm laughing because we're going now because I'm nervous about yeah. calling, but I wanted to because I want to support your show. Because, Thank you. Um, things you've been saying lately and. I wanted to support it. Um, I lost a brother to suicide, so I have um, those Oh, issues. mate, and I'm sorry. That's all right, thank you. Um, but I love the laugh. I love, obviously, the serious chat. I love it all. And but the laugh, honestly, you make us, you just make me laugh. And so, often, sometimes I'm sitting there and then I'll shove the phone. Oh, so he's trying to have a kip, and you then yeah. you keep nudging him in the ribs, going, "Oh, Kath's done a funny. Have yeah. a listen." This is why yeah, we end yeah. up normally with one partner that loves us and one that hates and resents <laughs> no, us. No, no, no. How many tickets have you sold for Birmingham? Birmingham's selling well. We've sold about sixty-five. Yeah. Do you live near Birmingham? Nowhere near, but we're coming. Oh. Have you bought tickets? Yes. Are you sure? Have you bought them yet? Yes. All right. I was going to say we we put your name on the door because I like the sound of you, but uh, we will we will we'll give we'll give you some badges. We'll give you some badges and stuff for free because I like you, Jane. Uh, now Birmingham selling well, and we from Monday we're going to start plugging the hell out of that, and I reckon we'll get it. I reckon we'll get around a hundred for Birmingham, which would be great. Sound about well, when every time you, you say about Cardiff, I said, "Why can't we go to Cardiff?" Because we just want to. You can't. Because you're, you're not really that 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 big of fans. <laughs> you're plastic <laughs> fans. No, 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 I don't want to say that. Can't go to Cardiff. Well, we are a long way from Birmingham, so we are coming to support you. Well, well, bless you. That is very, very kind, Jane, and that is appreciated. So, what did you did you listen to? This is a bit naughty, but did you? kind of listen to some other radio stations before you found us um well i moved from radio two yeah. and then those changes there then i moved so i don't like a lot of music and i don't no. and and why do you do now as i'm a new listener why do you do your music at 11 o'clock is it only 11 o'clock we do it at the top of every hour and yeah. we do it it's just a thing that we we did i don't really know why but i think it just kind of sets a little bit of a mood I think it just <laughs> creates a tone for the show. There's no theme behind it. There's no. We have some that we play more regularly. It than also others. gives him time to go for a wee, Jane. That's. Oh, so that's 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 <laughs> Jane, listen. I'm going to let you go because it's, it's not the greatest line. But it's so nice to talk to you, and I look forward to meeting you both in Birmingham. Um, hopefully, we'll speak before then. Maybe, but thank you, but we'll definitely be at Birmingham. Wicked. Nice one, Jane. Have 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 a nice, relaxing night. Thank you. We need to be... Listen, people with anxiety are listening to us, okay? We need to... You need to calm down a Me? bit. Me? Yeah, you need to calm down a bit, because I'm, I'm, I'm calm. I'm a, I'm a rock, I'm an island, and I'm calm. Right. And you need to calm down. In oh. fact, your, your edginess is setting is setting me on edge Isn't and making it? me angsty. I mean, I am high octane. Mm. 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 Mm-hmm. Why are you looking at my tits? They're high. They are, actually, aren't they? Yeah. I had them done. Well done. 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Is coronavirus, does it start as a tickle in the throat, achy bones and a headache. Bloke I heard on Radio 4 who's had it said it started out as just a normal cold, then you get better. But that's like Then you get the flu, then you get better. 
then you may or may not get pneumonia. But that's you like may having, or may not that's get That's like better. having um, a Muslim on speaking for all Muslims. Well, I haven't had it, so I can't tell you. you He's have. had You've it. You've got two kids. What? Mm. Oh, the coronavirus. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll ask again. Does it start as a tickly throat? No. Achy bones? No. And a headache? No. Definitely no. It's not what he said. Then let me lick you. Why? Let me spit on your eye. Th those things do not go together. Let me, let me spit on your eye. Why do you want to spit on my let eyes? Let me lick your eye. Why? Not your eyes, your eyes. Why Singular. If you're so convinced I haven't got the coronavirus, then let me, um, let me lick your eye. I wouldn't let you do that if I knew you were germ-free. Why? <clears throat> Excuse me? Is that coronavirus? Was that coronavirus? No, that's standard from you. Okay. It's weird. That's why, Ian. It's weird. Okay. Well, I think your definition of weird does not match that of societies, but so be it. We can't criticise women these days, can we, lads? You know what I mean? No, we can't. Mm, outrageous. Women's libbers. Mm. What can you say? Mm -mm 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 -mm. Donald! Hello? Oh, I see. Can I speak to your dad? I want to talk about bouncy castles. About what? Bouncy castles. You want to talk about bouncy castles? Yeah. Go on then, mate. They're really fun, right? Yeah, go on. They're really fun. What is it what in particular? What are you doing on that phone, boy? <laughs> what are you doing on that phone? <laughs> Frank call me. Phone about bouncy castles. Frank calling me. Boy. <laughs> Where are my drinks? Where are your own work experience? And I know you're not getting paid, but you're not. I'm taking that money back. You're paying me for. What you're hearing now is, is the living Amy, embodiment of Amy, the old saying. I'm watching you. The apple does you not fall, fall far from the tree. You were watching it happen. You're both fired. I mean, I can't actually fire you because your work experience, and I don't have the authority to fire you. <laughs> but if I did, you were both. Can you believe that? Bouncy castles. Is he still? Are you still there? Are you still there? I know it's you, Dylan! <laughs> also, change your name to Donald. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's you! Put the phone down, boy! Kangaroo. Unbelievable. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, Outrageous. Dear. Gosh, imagine. Outrageous. Trying to prank call me. Amy, I'm so disappointed. I'm so disappointed. I have nothing to do with it. Can we can we build a time machine to just before we win the award again and not invite her up on the stage? <laughs> I feel it's gone to her head. <laughs> it's always going to happen. She's that kind. She is that kind. <laughs> Quiet ones are the worst. <laughs> oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. First time callers only, please. All their parents. All their appear. parents. Not parents. It's hot in here, right? No. See if I've got a fever. Come and touch my forehead. Why are you? Why are you? Because I think I've got it. Asking me to come I think I've you. got it, and I'm hoping I can use it to get out of work. Well, I'm not a doctor or a human thermometer. Feel me. Feel me. The best place to take a thermometer. No, no. That's you hot. Are quite clammy. Oh, I, right. So now, do you believe me? Got quite a thick shirt on. Can you? Um, no. Up the. What? Told we you, I'm not we, you to do that anymore. Um, the thing is. A lot of us are going to get it at some point. For most people, to most people, the coronavirus is mildly... I don't know if I believe that. They say it's like it's like a mild irritation. Mildly unwell. Well, this guy was saying you get something, then you get a bit better. Then you get something, it's a bit worse, then you get better. If you, 
if you, here's the thing. I'm, well, I'm quoting someone who's actually had it. How dare I? If you love this guy so much, why don't you go and marry him? Because he's in isolation in Wuhan. Well, why don't you go? Wuhan. Why don't you go and join him in Wuhan and have a weird Close. marriage what? for? isolated people either way i need to talk to you about dating this. in the dark why is this the only measure of liking somebody what if you like them you have to marry them why can't you just appreciate who's someone's this, gifts this is it dave scott tweeting i'm listening for the first time since ian started on talk radio you've been listening i've been here for four years dave scott reported blocked Unblock him, because we need as many as we can. Unblocked, yeah. they're muted. Okay. Um, yeah, you should go and marry this guy in Wuhan. Why, you, keep ba- you keep banging on about him so much. He is my only measure of what it's like to have it. That genuine phone in, right? If you think you might have it... Oh, my God. <laughs> this is genuine. If this caller is you, Dylan, I swear to God, then uh, you're going to go... I'll take you home to your mum's tonight, bit by bit. <gasps> Should, tonight she'll get an arm. Tomorrow she'll get a leg. That's actually that's quite a big bad. commitment. That's a, yeah. I, I, I tell you what. Tonight she can have a finger. She can have all of you. Actually, I'm, I'm sick, sick to death of you. <laughs> um, hang on a minute. Let me just, just, let me just. How many nights has he said you're just the one? Just the one. Thank right. God. Okay. Rob, are you Dylan? Hello. Are you Dylan? Uh, no, I'm Rob. Mm, how do we know you're not Dylan? Prove you're not Dylan. What's your name? Rob Evans. Okay, sounds legit. And how old are you, Rob Evans? Two, 66. What year were you born? 1954. He's genuine! No one can do maths that quickly. Hey, Rob, nice to talk to you, mate. What have you got? So we have to be so careful these days with trolls. Yeah, I can understand that. Um, what can we do for you, Rob? Uh, what, it may be a little bit personal to you. You can ask me anything. Um, I can't, I listen to your show, you and Kath, they're brilliant, you're brilliant, both of you. Um, I listen to you all week, but I just can't get my head around. You have, uh, mental issues. Yes. And you do a radio show. Yeah. Um, and I think to myself, I, I don't know. I, I just can't get my head around it. Can you explain it to me? Well, um, I see. I don't understand your dilemma. Mental issues can mean all kinds of things, from bipolar to psychotic to um, mild anxiety to schizophrenia to to all kinds of different things. And my mental issues are slight anxiety, a lot of self-loathing, and some depression. And that feeling inadequate, feelings of inadequacy. Um, and that doesn't prevent me doing a radio show. If anything, it combined with Catherine and her quirks um, allows us to do a unique radio show. Well, I think you're doing a brilliant job. I've got to be honest with you. Thank you. Uh, and you can I ask, do, do, you have, do you have sort of mental issues in any kind? No, nothing at all. Nothing at all. Okay. Thank God. Yeah. It um, work, yeah. You deal you deal with the public. Oh God, yeah, that's that's the downside. Yeah. <laughs> that's the downside. No, um <laughs> you uh, like I said, I listen to your show, it's brilliant. Thank you, mate. Um you get people calling up, they, they, they can be um 
Muppets. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And, and you've got to deal with that. Yeah. And you've got this, um, how can I say? Sexy uh, co-presenter. That, that mental issue again yeah. comes up. Yeah. And you've got to deal with that. So how the hell do you deal with that? But there are people with mental health issues who are... You know, well, you know, Churchill had mental health issues. He was an alcoholic and he suffered with depression. And he managed to win the, you know, pretty much win the war. And there are people in all walks of life, having mental health issues doesn't necessarily, and for most cases, doesn't prevent you from leading a full and satisfying life and being a contributing member of society. Mm, well done, well done. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Thank you, Rob. How okay, long have okay. you been listening for, mate? Oh, uh, about, I know, six months. Do we count that as a long-time listener? It's game, man. Get, you yeah. get the bell, Rob. You get the first-time caller, long-time listener bell. And that was a oh, great call, mate, and I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thank you very much, and you take care, and give my best to Kath. Well, I'll, I'll take it personally. She's, in, she's taking you. it. Rob, thank oh, you, mate. Bye-bye. Really nice <laughs> to talk to you. Really nice to talk to you. What a nice guy. Isn't it funny? What a nice guy. Um... I remember when you went in the jungle, people were, um, that was one of the things that the journalists were asking me a lot. Mm. Um, obviously, uh, Ian struggles with depression, uh, well known. Um, how do you, th do you think it's right for him to go in? I was like, people with depression are um, prescribing medication. People with depression are living normal lives. Yeah, they're teaching your kids. They're, yeah. they're driving your buses. They're yeah. presenting your news shows. They're doing all kinds of... Uh, yeah. They're doing all kinds of things. So, um... Nothing. I think for a lot of people it's still a bit mysterious. Dylan, come in please, because I want you to challenge Catherine to some riddles. Oh my gosh. Riddle me re. What? That's what they used to say, didn't still they? Still got... But, but, but first time... We've had some great call... All of the calls tonight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Donald was great. Uh, not Donald. Apart from that Donald. Not Donald. What a div he was. Just, oh, if I were you, I... What are you doing? Chair. There's a chair there! Oh, cool. Flipping it. All week it's been riding up, riding up. All week, I have to write a report for your school, and I'm going to tell them the truth. Oh, oh, <laughs> now I have to write a report for the school. You have what to get a microphone. An Australian bouncy castle enthusiast called up. That's all that happened. Yeah, all, all that happened. What? what oh, jeez. Let's play a trailer while he sorts this. Uh, unbelievable. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Uh, first time callers only, please. Um, I I'm trying to find some thinking music because I really <laughs> shut up. What was that? It was an advert. If you're uh, if you're stuck, well, why not use Grammarly to check your sentences or learn how to spell and write properly? Pay attention in school. Unless they're advertising with us, in which case I go great. for it. Go for it. Now this should be. Lo-fi hip-hop radio beats the study to. Let's have a listen. No, absolute rubbish. <laughs> absolute rubbish. I've typed in thinking music. Let's put it... Ah, riddle music. Riddle music. Um, here we go. This is... Ah. Riggle music. Riddle. Mm -hmm. Here we go. So this is going to be riddle music because Dylan's going to do some riddles uh, for you. Well, hang on. Why is it not working now? Ah, now there's the conundrum. Hang on, hang on. Uh, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Right, hang on a second. Let me just try this. Is this is riddle music. Is it? You not think so? Okay, let's try this one. Hang on a minute. Let's try. It. All right, let's get. Uh, I'd say riddle music is a bit cheekier than that. Yeah, you're right. Um, okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Some riddle music. So we're going to play the riddle. I got time for us. <laughs> Dylan is going to read you. Let me see if there's an instrumental version. Riddle instrumental. No, that's the riddler. The riddle karaoke. Here we go. It's how you do it. It's how you do a radio show, guys. This is how you do it. Here we go. Shut up. Shut up, Kershaw. Got two strong Piece arms. of trash. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Mm -hmm. The riddle mm -hmm. karaoke version in the style of Nick Kershaw. Very distinct style. Now we hand over to our work experience. This is his last day here, thank God. And <laughs> he has got a series of riddles, Catherine, to put you on, on the challenge. Donald, hit me. This one's for both of you, right? What can you catch but not throw? A cold. Coronavirus. Oh, topical. Yeah, well, okay, but, but that was poor. <laughs> <laughs> um, hang on. Hang on, you've had it all day. He's been typing on no, the screen. No. <laughs> He's been typing on the screen. When am I coming on? When's my bit? When's my, <laughs> my bit? bit? He's on the screen. When's okay, my bit? Okay, oh, okay, God, okay. you can tell he's your family. How many seconds are there in a year? Twelve. Yeah. Hang on. There's a hole in the ground And the old man of Aaron goes around Sing up, Dr. Dylan. The new round is as perfect and as high In their life And it's strange kind of good is as it's wrong and all right Okay, next one. Is that it? You've only got that one. <laughs> no, no, it's not it. It's the, okay, the rest I've told you. Here we go, here we go. Okay. Let's hear it, go on. Okay. So, there is a canoe. Uh, it holds 20 people max. Yeah. And make sure you get... Because he did one earlier on with me, and then he said, oh, I've done it wrong. And he went no, back no, and no, okay. added, added a word. Okay. And I went, well, it's, it's that word you've just added. <laughs> right, go on. Yeah. So, there's a canoe, and it holds max 20... Hang on a second. Jack... Hello. Are you a first-time caller? Yes, I'm a first-time caller. Are you on speakerphone? Yes, I am on speakerphone. Could oh, you yeah, could you yeah. not be on speakerphone? Right, okay, I'll knock you off speaker. You can knock By me off. By a river but there's a hole in the ground And an old man of Aaron goes around and around And his mind is a bleaking in the veil of the night for a strange kind of fashion, there's a wrong and a right, but he'll never, never fight alone. Okay, uh, Jack, do you know the song "The Riddle" by Nick Kershaw? I'm afraid I don't, mate. Okay, are you any good at riddles? Not really. No. Okay. Are you any good at wriggles? Not really. Are you any good at tiggles? No. How about giggles? Kind of. Ever read any biggles? No. Do you like the Wiggles? No. Do you shop in Smiggles? No. Thanks for letting us know, yeah. All right. So <laughs> Dylan's going to do... Dylan's got a riddle for you and Catherine, all right, Jack? Right, go on. First one to get it right wins a million pounds. Oh! 
from <laughs> from Dylan's own pocket. No, no money is to be made. That an old man of anger goes rolling around in a strange kind of fashion. There's a wrong and a right. Oh no, wrong, wrong. Okay, I think yeah. we paused it up. Mm. Right, um, Dylan, away with your riddle, please. Cool. Yeah. Well, <laughs> not, not really, not no. really cool getting a kid to come in and do riddles at half past 11. On a Friday get, night. We ain't got no calls. So, carry on. <laughs> so, a canoe holds maximum 20 people. Mm, big canoe. Yeah. And then, so 20 people get in. I would in say more of a kayak. 20? No, can I, can Almost I hold, a dragon boat. So, kayaks only hold like two people. Okay. So, sorry. So, so 20 people get in the canoe. Uh huh. And it's a, it's a stormy day, so. As the canoe is crossing the river, the canoe tips over. Uh-huh. Tell me why 24 heads popped up out of the water instead of 20. Jack, Catherine. Mm. Jack? I ain't got a clue. I got this straight away. This one took you like seven minutes. Five, four, a three, two, one. Any answer, Jack? I ain't got a clue. Catherine? <laughs> Time is up, I'm afraid, my dear. Was there some ducks in there and all? <laughs> no. Twenty. Four heads. Four heads. Four heads. Four heads, Jack. Why weren't they wearing helmets? That's what you normally have to do. <laughs> Regulation. There I got that. <laughs> all right, next one, Dylan. It's all right. Okay, next one, Dylan. Where you go? Okay, okay. The riddle. The riddle with he's, Dylan. He's so sneaky. <laughs> okay, so there, there are three rooms in front of you, and you have to go through one, and only one grants you life. Okay. Grants you life. One of, one of the rooms has walls that slowly close in on you until they're completely closed. Yep. Another room is just a giant water tank without an exit uh, and bulletproof glass. Yeah, okay. And then. <laughs> Dylan's got it because Kat's going, I know this one. <laughs> go on, carry let, on. Let, let, let yeah, Jack have a go. I like the then. scenario. And then the last room is filled with lions who haven't eaten in six months. Hundred lions. Which room do you oh, go? Oh, hundred. Which one? Which one do you go into, Jack? I'll probably go to the life room. Why? Why no, the you... life room. There isn't a life <laughs> room. What? What? Well, my lines gone Okay. Well, you, wait, so which room are you going in? Right, you can tell me the again. I think my lines a little bit dodgy. I'm sorry. That's all right. Don't worry. Any excuses? So you've got one room that's got squashy walls. That's going to kill you. Yeah. The other room is what? Uh, it's a big water tank with bulletproof glass. Yeah. The last room is filled with really, really hungry tigers. Haven't eaten in six months. Tigers now. And there's a hundred lions, is what I meant to say. I suppose you the room with the lions because they'll be dead one night. Hey! Hey! Snow flies on you. Oh, <laughs> you got to pick. You got to pick a good one. You got to pick a good one. Yeah. Here we go. It's uh, it's one nil to Jack. Kathy didn't get that one. Did. You didn't say it. Jack said it first. You said let him have it because I knew it. <laughs> let him have it. It's like that film where that fella gets shot on it and the, the, yeah, that they, was real life. They yeah. hang him in it. That was a film. That was real life too. It, was, it wasn't. It was, it was, Dylan, it was. Okay. What's grey, slow, tired, in. and has Shut. an award here? <laughs> <laughs> I would like you both to leave the studio, please. All right. <laughs> Come on, Dylan. I'll talk to you in a second, Jack. Bye. I hope Jack's not laughing. You're not laughing, are you, Jack? Of course not, Ian. Thank you. Get out. Get out, Donald. Get out, Catherine. Oh, Amy's laughing as well. Flipping. I'm already out. Flipping it. Jack, you sure you weren't laughing at that? Of course not, Ian. Promise? 
Of course, mate. All right, then, Jack. Then I'm really happy to speak to you, someone with a bit of common sense and, and good manners. Jack, how can I help you, my friend? Uh, I just want an, op- I just want an opinion on some of that. Yeah. Like, cause it, I've been listening to the show for a couple months now, and, like, one thing I really respect about you guys is, like, how you talk open a lot about, like, anxiety and depression and stuff. Yeah. And, like, I'm still quite young. In December, I left college due to a lot of bullying, and, like, ever since then. Yeah. I've, like, suffered long-term depression and stuff, you know, to the point of it's even coming to be in dreams and stuff, you know, oh, that. okay, yeah. I'm just wondering... I'm just... One question that's been bugging me every day since the last was... Go on. What's I right in doing so? Were you right in leaving college? Yeah. I just want just other people's opinions on this. I can't answer that question, but I, maybe I can help you answer that question. Only you know, right? Mm. Do you feel any better? How long ago did you leave college? About start December. Okay, so it was a few months ago. Do you feel any better on any level for leaving college? I don't know. I think it's a very 50-50 thing, if you get me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's have a look. What are what are the good things about you leaving college? Well, I suppose I felt a little bit happier, but saying that, am I, though? Are there any other good things about you leaving college? Well, I suppose things are stop saying that things are starting to look good for me at the minute, but oh. it's this burning question, was I right in doing so? Like, in, in what way are things starting to look good for you? Oh, well, you know, I've got things coming into place, you know, to replace the whole of college. What can I am I can I ask what kind of things? You know, I'm with a bit of luck, I'll be starting in sixth form soon, so... Oh. And will you be doing the same thing that you were doing in college, or something different? Uh, hopefully. Okay. And what are the bad things about leaving college? So we've looked at the good things. What are the bad things about leaving college? I don't know. Part of me feels like... Part of me feels slightly cowardly. It's not give up when they go and get tough sort of things. Can I tell you something that it took me ages to learn, right? We're always told there's no there's no room for failure. Giving up is not an option. Try, try, try again. Here's the thing. Sometimes it's okay to surrender. Sometimes it's okay to say, this isn't working for me and I'm going to stop. And I'm going to look for something else to replace this. And we're never told that. We're never told it's okay to change our mind or to accept that something we're doing isn't working for us and to stop. Call it quitting. It's not quitting. It's, it's kind of saving time. So if college wasn't working for you and it was, for whatever reason, was making you unhappy... There's nothing cowardly about stopping. I would say the opposite, actually, Jack. I would say that stopping something can actually be a really brave decision to make. 
I don't consider you cowardly. Thank you very much. I consider you brave for stopping. Thank you. And how definite is this six-form placement that you've got? Well, let's put it this way. I don't really want to say a lot, but like, I'm sort of in talk, did you get me? I got you. I got you. The meetings are being had. One, just one second, Jack. Get out! Get out, Boyle! How dare you! Get out! Take me. I'll, I'll, I'll wrestle you. You'll lose. I'll wrestle you. Take your top off. I'll take mine off. We're going to wrestle. Take, take tops off and wrestle. <sighs> tops off if you're wrestling. Get out! You as well! Scumbag. Look, uh, be quiet, because I'm having a serious conversation yeah, with Jack. Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, Jack. I'm working with idiots, as I'm sure you know what that's like. Um, no, listen, we're always told never to quit, never to give up, and, and, and to, to, to keep trying and trying again. But I genuinely think, I know, I know, and it took me a long time to get this, there is no shame in stopping doing something that isn't working for you, okay? Mm. And w was it making you really unhappy there? It was, because, like, basically every day I was going in there, and I was, every day for a couple of weeks, I was just, every day I was starting to feel worse and worse about myself. You know. And when you left college, did you stop feeling worse and worse about yourself every day? I think a it did feel like a little weight was was lifted. But at the same time, you know, I've just been having... It's, I was going for a patch where I thought I was all over this, but it's been coming back to me in dreams and stuff the last few nights. Dreams are great. Dreams is your, I, I believe, is your your subconscious, your brain trying to work out issues. Mm. Has the six? Has the six? Very fascinating thing. Oh, I love dreams. I love dreams. Is, Thank is you. The, has the this this sixth form placement? Has that been talked about a lot in the last few days? Uh, well, I've heard more in the last few days than I have in recently. So I think. I think there's a part of me that still feels like I'm sort of, I don't know, I did something wrong. From what, listen, I can't tell you if you made the right or wrong decision, only you know. From what you've just told me, though, it sounds like you did what was the best thing for you. You were looking after yourself. You can't keep putting yourself in a situation where every day you go in and you feel worse and worse. Um... And if that behaviour from those other people wasn't going to stop, then, yeah, okay. You, it, it sounds to me like you've done the right thing. But also, if you had done the wrong thing, you'd be able to go back to college again, wouldn't you, at the start of the next term? Uh, at the start of the next year, maybe? Well, well, the thing is, like, it's one of the things that's been bugging me is if, like, maybe I should have stayed. What would you got out of staying? Well, I don't know. It's this difficult question, sort of education or happiness. You know, do I want to focus my life on doing well, achieving all my goals, you mm. know? What are your goals? I, well, you know, I just want to be happy, you know? Yeah. I want a good job, I want to be happy. Yeah. Well, you've left the college and you're a bit happier and you might be going to a different further education. Sounds to me like you've ticked both boxes, mate. Mm. Do you think? Yeah, I guess it does, actually. Hmm. Jack, thanks for your call, mate. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, really. Give us a call any time, all right? Yeah, I've got... 
enjoy the rest of the show, mate. Thank you. I, I, I would do, but I'm working with absolute melts. This is Talk Radio. What are you two up to? Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Hello, Andre. You're live on the air. Hi, who's that? Dylan. Oh, hi, Dylan. You all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Midland. What did you want to talk to Ian about? Well, what I was going to say, I haven't spoken to him for a while, yeah? But um, he does like the Beach Boys and uh, the Monkeys, doesn't he? Can you confirm that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I'll call it's... you back. Well, well, no, the thing is, Dylan, yeah? Can you pass on the message? I've got some vinyl okay, yeah, for him. Yeah. Vinyl song records, yeah? And would he like, like me <laughs> okay. to send them to him? Uh, I'm not allowed to pass on messages and it's first time callers. And you've called Oh, okay. Well, what should I do then? Talk to him. Uh, you could get lost. Oh, no, I can do that. That's nice. What if I don't? What do you want, old man? Uh, excuse me, young fella. I think you should. You shouldn't be talking like that. You should be just living the dream and being happy. <laughs> yeah. What do you reckon? My dream is a world where you don't talk to me. Yeah, well, you should respect the elders. All right. That's one thing you've got to learn. But... You should respect youth and get lost. Yeah, but you gain respect, and you haven't given me none yet. Yeah. I'll shove my respect where the sun don't shine. Fair enough. See you later. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I've never heard Andre get annoyed and put the phone down. You were so rude to him, Dylan. Oh, God, where'd you get off talking to people like that? <laughs> Better no, enough, see you later. <laughs> he was genuinely annoyed. I've never heard. I thought he was going to swear at you. That's terrible. Oh, that was incredible, scenes. I don't think you're going to be allowed to stay on Ian's again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my favourite bit of the show ever. Oh, three. I tell you what, we'll do. Right, we've had a really good run. A really good run. Next ten minutes, first time callers only. Yeah. After midnight, call straight to air. We open the floodgates. We open the floodgates of depravity. <laughs> you reckon? Yeah, yes. why not? Why not? We've Because I can feel it's just drying up ever so slightly. But Some people fact, are not abiding by the rules. In fact, we had Andre on. <laughs> so, we've got another ten minutes. If you want to be a first time caller and guaranteed to get on, this is my last Friday for, 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 for a good six weeks or so. So, uh, and then we'll take calls straight to air for the last hour. Um, 0344 499 how, how Genuinely, yeah. I am a slight hypochondriac, okay? I know that. But I can feel this in my skeleton. Harrison says, Dylan is the best shock jock of all time. He's right. <laughs> I can feel this in my skeleton, right? So, how... Would how do you get tested for coronavirus? Well, you have to ring one one one. Please, you keep that is your stock answer. You can't go in if you've got it. You're going to spread it about. But some hospitals and they're vital people, not like you. Some well, actually, I, uh, oh god, oh excuse me, who was the most important person during the war? Uh, the broadcasters. The yeah, broadcasters. But there's no, the, but no, there's, but, no, but, there's no yeah, but, yeah, but but the war is against germs. So yeah, it, Germans. So, no. That's what I'm talking about. The Second World War is against Germans. You can abbreviate but, but to Germans. But this current war is against Germans, so I we need... I call them Charlie. 
So I called them what would they yeah. the Krauts. That's what we used to call them in World War II. Wouldn't call it that now. But, um, Jerry. That was it, Jerry, not Charlie. Or the Krauts, Jerry. He's called the Bosch. Our war is against Jerry, who phones up this show. Now, how do we get rid of him? No. How... Please don't just say call 111. If you say that... Don't I'm... pass it on to the doctors. I'll tell you, what, I'll tell you what my GP surgery sent me, if you want the actual answer. Please give Dylan a full-time job. He has been brilliant this week. Oh, God, I knew it was a mistake. <laughs> You're going to get fired soon. If you have travelled abroad in the last 14 <laughs> no, days... No, that's not what we're asking. Wait. <laughs> Wait. What we're asking if you've travelled abroad. Self-isolate. Self-immoliate. Wait. Or been in close contact with someone with confirmed... Hang on one second. Hang ...coronavirus, on. and you feel unwell with hang symptoms... On minute, hang on one second. Hello, Andre, what do you want again? Uh, can I speak to Ian, please? No. Ian? Hello. Nah, sorry. Oh, nice one. You're making a good job, ain't you? Told you, mate, go away. Now, I, I was talking to Ian. I don't think you were. Look, respect your elders and put me through, please. I'm the gatekeeper, I'm and you do not have the, the key. Again. I'm not. I'm not phoning the show up. I am the gatekeeper, again, and, and you do not have the key. You can't enter. Uh, I do because I'm a metal worker. I'll just break the gate down. All right. What's a metal worker? Uh, well, it doesn't really matter anyway, because we just made a new game made of brick. Well, what's a locksmith? Well, you just said you're a metal worker, so I doubt you're a locksmith. I have. I've got a sledgehammer. All right, rocks and scissors. One, two, three. What you got? What you got, Dylan? Um, actually, I, I challenge you to a fight. Oh, you shouldn't be saying that, Dylan. Now, one, two, three, what you got? I'll destroy you. No. Dylan, that's a bit, that's, that's a bit below the belt. No, oh, all right, Dylan, you can ask Ian, does he want these vinyl records or not? That's all you've got to say. Simple question. Or I could just kick you below the belt, old man. Yeah, if you like. But ask Ian, yeah, if he wants them. No! He don't want them. Okay, nice talking to you, Dylan. Have a good night, yeah? Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Learn some manners and I'll talk to you another time. No, you won't. Okay. And respect your elders again. Eat my dirt. Kiss my entire butt. Ooh. It's a bit inappropriate, Andre. Why did he start bullying Dylan? That was outrageous. outrageous. <laughs> anyway, so if you've been in close contact with someone with confirmed coronavirus and you feel unwell... No, with... that's not the question. Wait. I haven't been in close Wait. contact with someone with... You, this is a capital. You're this like a... Sean. You're not going to answer the question. Escucha. This is a catch-all. This is for everybody, including the annoying... So listen. How do I get tested? If you feel unwell with symptoms of cough, fever or shortness of breath, please do not attend the surgery. Okay, so how do I get tested for corona? <laughs> please. I'm not going to go to the surgery. <laughs> I'm going to lick your eye. What? You're not. I want to give it, I want to give you the, the CV. Stop it. Please stay at home, self-isolate and call NHS 111 for advice and further instructions. Okay, great. Right, okay. Now back to my question. 
how do you get tested for coronavirus? Call 111. Oh, they'll test you over the phone? Yeah. What is the test <laughs> for coronavirus and where do I do? I know what the test is. You've got the strength to fight. You've not got I it. know what the test is. I want to know. Do you know what the test is? Three swabs. Ugh. Two up your nose. Yeah. One down the back of your throat. Five seconds. I know. But where do I send the swabs? Where do I get swabbed for coronavirus? I genuinely think I might have it. So where do I get tested? You've just wasted five minutes not answering the question. Just stay home and self-isolate, mate. What's the problem? I'll self-isolate you in a minute. Good evening, Neil. Hi, Ian. How are you? I'm, I'm very frustrated. I can hear it in your voice. But I've calmed down now I'm talking to you, mate. What have you got for us? Uh, just something you talked about oh, a good while ago, about TV shows you got into and then they were cancelled after one series. Oh, Invasion is the one for me, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I used to watch that as well. Did you know that the woman in it, Lisa Sh Sheridan, she died last year? No, hang on a minute. Let me see who... Let me just Google Lisa Sheridan. Lisa Sheridan. No, did she? Yeah, a year ago, no? No! God, she was um, a year younger than me, 18 months younger than me. What did she die of? Oh, I can't remember now. Oh, no. Chronic alcoholism. No. Yep. Was it? Yep, that's what it says in the Wikipedia. Cause of death, chronic alcoholism. Well, doesn't it just go to show uh, that disease can affect so many different people? That's a real, real shame. She was great in that show. Oh, that's terrible news, Neil. Uh, there was another couple of good series as well that cancelled after one, and they involved... Like time travel as well. So one was Journeyman. Oh, I like Journeyman. I had a friend of mine that was in. Co I went to college with was in Journeyman. That was great. That he, he he sort of just suddenly jumped through time, wouldn't he? Yeah, and Lisa Sheridan was in that as well. No, flipping yeah. it, Neil. You're breaking my heart. <laughs> and then the other good one was Flash Forward, and they cancelled that. Oh no, that was movie. rubbish. That program. Really? Oh, yeah, I'm not really having that. that. Was Lisa Sheridan in that? No. Okay, well, that's something. She was, oh, she was in the 4400. Oh, she's in loads of stuff. Look, look. Oh, man. Neil, I've got to go because I'm late for the news. Thank you for that. All right. Anyway, congratulations on the other night. That's nice. well deserved. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate that a lot. That's very kind. 0344 499 1000. Call straight to air. Make me a drink. Talk radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. from high school Married their high school boyfriends Moved into houses In the same zip codes Where their parents live But I Six strong hands on the steering wheel I've been 
great new calls. Everybody that called in as a new caller, please, please call in again. I think Donald might call in again. I want Donald to call in. Everyone else, call in again. Call in again. For the last hour of my last Friday for the foreseeables, we're going to take calls straight to where? How does it work? Uh, numbers flash up on my screen. I don't know who's coming. Uh, there is a seven-second delay. Don't swear. Don't be libelous. Otherwise, we dump it. You can phone in and say absolutely anything you want. And it works like this. I just go simply, line one, you're on the wireless. Am I? Yes, Already? You, yes you are. You made it, my friend. Well, how are you? You all right? I'm all right, baby. What you got for us? Who are you and what have you got for us? Well, uh, my name's Alec. I've been uh, listening to you for uh, about six months, and uh, every time you say new caller, I keep thinking, oh, I'll do it, mm. and then I bottle out. Are you, so this I've is you yours, yours, night. You're saying you're a first-time caller? First-time caller. Oh, hang on, that's a rubbish bit. Hang on. There you go. You get the ding of the... Al Please. Did you say Alec or Alex? Alec. Alec. Alec, like Guinness. Alec. Hey, listen, man. Nice to call you. So what, 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 what's encouraged you to call in tonight, then? Just just for the sheer hell of it? Well, do you know, I thought I would. Um, but, but yes. And something I need to get off my chest, Ian. Go something on. I need to get off my chest. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you recall. I uh, tweeted you yesterday. I said I'll talk uh, about Chris Packham. Oh, yeah. No, no, I like Chris Packham. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. But I've got beef with him. Oh, no, you oh, can't know. I've got beef. Don't have beef with Chris Packham. I like Chris Packham as well, but you've got beef. Beefy Packham. Yeah. Go on, then. Do you recall? Do you recall? Mm-hmm. 2016, February, March, he did a show with uh, fellow Rise alumni Liz Bonin. Yeah. Um, called Cats vs. Dogs, which is the best. Okay, whoa, 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 hang on, please. He, he came down on the side of cats, obviously, right? Well, that's the thing, you see. Yeah. Cats are great, but you know if you even ask cats, they'd say the two to be dogs, right? So, I know you've got cats, I know you love them to bits. I know you've got cats, I know you love them, and they I, are, they I, I don't want to have to cut you off and ban you from ever calling in, <laughs> but what is this, what is this absolute nonsensical propaganda you're spouting? Oh, but you see, he annoyed me. I spent two hours watching him. And this programme, they did tests. So they said, oh, is a cat better than a dog? Is it this? Is a cat better than a dog? Or right. whatever. Yes. And everything that makes a pet a pet, like yes. affection and training and well, the like. Well, dogs, dogs, are, dogs are slaves. Basically, that's, they're not pets. They're <laughs> slaves. Cats are pets, right? Ah. Dogs are slaves. I'm anti-slavery. Cats are... Cats are owners, though, aren't they? They own you. They're not your pet. You're their pet. No, we choose to live with each yeah. other. How go? I've got, oh. I've got four cats. Cat's got a cat. You, what, what is this trying to infiltrate with your dog nonsense? I will not stand oh, for it, Alec. Dogs are lush. Dogs are lush. Oh, does a cat come up and give you a waggy tail and lick your face? And oh, dog, well, cat, does does your dog bite your nipple or sniff your eye? Because <laughs> my cat, one well, of my cats, does. Then, then you're a lucky boy. Thank you very much indeed. And I think that was an admission from Alec there that cats are indeed significantly better than dogs. I believe they did a whole program about that. It's obvious. Are cats better than dogs? Yes. yes. Thanks. Next. Good night. Line two, you're on the wireless. Is that me? That's you. Yeah. Hi. Hello. First time caller. Listening for ten months. 
Switch your radio off in the background, because it will get a bit confusing otherwise. It's Alexa, oh, just a minute. Alexa, stop. Alexa, shut up. Actually, her manner with Alexa is quite nice. <laughs> what's, your, what's your name, young lady? Sonia. Sonia, I like the name Sonia. It's a, it's a powerful name. What can we do yeah. for you, Sonia? I just want to say that I think... I knew you would win. I knew you'd win the award and congratulations to Thank all you. of you. Thank you. And I used to watch television. To, um, widowed many years. Yeah. Late in the night, some very like you, very anxious. Yeah. Get depressed, and um, I worry. Mm. So I listen to it, and the time goes by so quickly because listening to enjoying yourself then it goes quicker. Mm. But. Um, I was going to say, do you and Kath, can I just ask, do you sit opposite each other? Right, so well, let me describe it. So we're in quite a, we're quite a big, slightly blue studio, and I've got a big desk in front of me. It's sort of shaped like a half moon. And I have my laptop in front of me, which is where I play all the music, and I've got four faders to my right, two are for the phones, one is for my computer, one is for nothing. I've got the phone calls on the right, I've got another screen on my left that I don't use, and Kath, if I'm looking ahead and that's 12 o'clock, Kath is about 11 o'clock. So she's just to the left on the other side of the table. And directly in front of me is Amy, and right now, at 1 o'clock is Dylan. Right, Dylan's very, very good at what he's doing. He's all right, isn't he? Each day. He's, he's, he, I'm, I'm dead proud of him, and I know that his mum's really proud of him as well. So, um... Yeah. It's your um, sister, isn't it? It's my sister, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I remember him being born. I, I remember, the first nappy I ever changed... Here we go, Dylan. first nappy I ever changed was Dylan's nappy, and he was of an age... I'd never done it before. We were out at, like, some woods or something, and I said to my sister, I'll change it, I'll, I'll have a go. And we went to, like, a sort of nappy changing area, and Dylan was telling me how to do it. <laughs> he was telling me how to change the nappy. It was nappy. about two weeks ago, yes. wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, there's, you know, it's, I've, I've, seen, I've seen it all, baby boy. <laughs> but I'm very proud of him. Um, how uh, can, I, can I ask how long ago you lost your husband? Or that, is that impersonal with me? No, no, no. It's nearly 19 years. 19 years. over 19. Yeah. He was, we, I met him at a youth club in those days. Go on. I'm... Um, 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 you 82 but, Christmas. No, I was going to say 62. <laughs> I really was. You met him at a youth club. So when would, when would that have been? What yeah. year was that? 1957. he just come out of national service. Yeah. He was 21, I was 17. And he was my first boyfriend. Oh, Sonia. And he was the most wonderful man. Everybody yeah. says he wasn't a big man, he's slight. Yeah. But they said that he was big and, you know, he's... Where? Welcome, uh, statue. Oh, in his heart. Big <laughs> in his heart. I wondered where we were going, Sonia. Yeah, what was yeah, his, what was his name? Godfrey. Godfrey. And what were you yeah. listening to at the youth club? It wouldn't have been Elvis then, would it? Was it like jazz or something? It was Bill Haley. Bill Haley. Wow. Yeah. And Elvis. And Cliff Richards. Oh. Uh, I love music. All, all sorts of music. But I've got three children. Yeah. Twelve grandchildren. Oh, my good. Uh, and one great-grandson. Three. Three great-flipping, eh? I bet Christmas is expensive. It is. But now <laughs> they're getting older, they, I don't give very much of them on yeah. a pension. But, um, you know, I think it's fabulous, your your show. Thank I've you. tried every other thing, but, you know, you're just, you're just so good at it. 
Yeah, oh, that's very kind of you. Uh, Tell me something. Are you wrenched about a beard? Have you got a beard now? I've got a beard now, yeah. Give her a scratch. Oh, no. This is my beard. Oh, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> You're such a good-looking man. Oh. I've television. Oh, Sonia. So on the Matthew Wright show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw you on the, on the jungle. Yeah, you watched that, did you? You had it with your gloves on, didn't you? Boxing gloves, or did the other guy have? Yeah, the other guy had the boxing gloves on. I had the I had a beard on the jungle. No, you didn't. What is one? Yeah, a little one, a little one. Not as big now. Yeah. Um. So what time are you? Do you stay up all night, or you do you go to bed after this? Are you going to listen to a bit of Martin Kellner? I'm in. I'm in bed now. Yeah. I moved from a seaside resort to Bushy Heath. You heard of it? I know Bushy Heath, of course I do, yeah. Hertfordshire. Yeah, yeah, I'm not that far. I'm sort of near Aylesbury, so I'm not that far no, away. No. Not, no, Is there any chance of getting a photo of you? No, not not, not at all. Can you send it? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really have any photo. I don't really have any photos. I tell you I what. I know what we'll do. What? This weekend I'll bring my Polaroid. We'll take a picture and we'll send it to Sonia. I tell you what we'll do, Sonia. Can I pass you back to Amy? Sure. And if you give Amy your address, because we haven't, it's not like the old days where we haven't got like any official pictures or postcards or yeah. anything. Why not? Because they don't do that anymore. Money, isn't it? No one wants to well, spend I'm the money. Yes, I can't use an iPhone pictures so mm, yeah. okay hang on yeah well what we'll do we will we will take kath's got a polaroid camera so uh -huh. we will take a picture of both of us with that and we'll we'll get that sent out to you next week how does that sound very kind of you yeah yeah what, what time do you reckon you're Joy gonna fall asleep tonight i i take pills i take metrazepam for depression yeah quintiapin for anxiety and zopalin sleep and I still stay awake. What was your favourite song awake. that you and you and Godfrey used to used to dance to at the youth club? Um, I can't remember the name of it now. Uh, Nat King Cole song. Um, Which one was that? Oh. Um, I don't know that much. Nat King Cole. Would it have been L O V E? Unforgettable. Unforgettable. Oh, and you wrote all the words down for me. Godfrey did. Yes. Oh, what a player! What a player! <laughs> Uh, yeah. I tell you what, Sonia. Yeah. I'm going to hand you back to Amy. We're right. going to play some adverts. And uh -huh. then when we come back from the adverts, why don't we play Unforgettable for you and Godfrey? Oh, you darling. Would that be, be all right? Lovely. That would be lovely. And we, we can all, you can think, you can go back to the youth club and we and all the other listeners will think about people that we love and people that we still have with us and people that maybe have passed over. And it will just be a nice... Three minutes, 11 seconds of just thinking about people that we love. How about that? Lovely. I appreciate it very much. You're incredible, Sonia. Thank you so you much for calling. You have a wonderful life. You, oh, I love you. Thank you. Stay there. Go and talk to Amy and take, give uh, Amy your address. We'll take, uh, we'll, we'll play the ads, then we'll come back with a little bit of Nat King Cole, a bit of class. This is Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. <laughs> That's what you are Unforgettable Though near or far 
Like a song of love that clings to me How the thought of you does things to me Never before has someone been more Unforgettable in every way And forevermore That's how you'll stay That's why, darling It's incredible That someone so unforgettable Thinks that I am Unforgettable too It's all gone a little bit, Kath. <laughs> uh, thank you, Sonia. That is... Uh, people often say, what's your favourite call? I've not had an answer until now. Uh, and that was my favourite call of 20 years of doing this. That call from Sonia is my favourite call. Thank you so much for phoning up and um, sharing that. And uh, salute to Godfrey, wherever he may be. And thank you. I think you've um, touched a lot more people uh, by phoning us up than you were perhaps expecting to. Thank you. That's why I do this job. Calls like that. You're right, Catherine. Yeah. Do you want a, do you want a moment? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> take some calls. Might need a couple. We'll take calls straight to where you don't have to be a first-time caller now. I think um, you, you, you can be a multi-time caller. Let's go to line two. Line two, you're on the wireless. Good, good evening, good morning, good good day. Guten Tag, it's, I recognise that voice. It's one of the most gentle souls to stride this planet. It's rhythmic Paul. Oh, oh good, good, good day. How you doing, my yeah. friend? You are all right? Yeah, not too bad, yeah. 
Did you hear yeah. Sonia? Congratulations on your on your magnificence and your awardness. And, oh, yeah. hey, nice one, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, yeah. Kath has posted a picture okay. of it on her Instagram. It's in her downstairs toilet. <laughs> 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 Where those things should be. They're great and they're lovely, but you can't take them too seriously, otherwise you go nuts. But they're wonderful to get to. Listen, that's the place the I, I do my best thinking. So. <laughs> So it's in a downstairs toilet, and it's and, and, and great. And we're going to get it sent back, and we're going to get the right name of the radio station put on there. And we're also going to get Kath's name added on there at some point as well. So all is good. All is good. Splendid. Well, um, I was inspired to call with all your talk of COVID-19, because I have a little anecdote for you. Oh, okay. You, you, is this because you've been travelling? Yeah, I was in Korea well, one, two, three weeks ago. Uh, I've got a joke. A I've got I've got a joke forming. Go on then. How is your career going? <laughs> it's not it's not quite <laughs> right. Oi, but no, that was not ready, mate. No, well, I, 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 all right. But, it, it, but here's the thing: I'm happy to show a work in progress. Top comedians charge money for people to come and see them do works in progress. I do it for free. I do my workings out in well, public. Well, you are getting paid for this. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, but I'm not charging. The, um, the, the, Paul, you enjoyed it. Thank you, mate. <laughs> Continue, Abusive, and play, monsieur. Yeah, so... Uh, oh, no, I've got a better one. I've got a better one. Oh, Paul, go. I've got some bad... Paul, uh, mate, are you all right, Paul? Well, um, uh, I think so. I just heard on the grapevine that your career is going south. Oh, now we're getting there! <laughs> now we're getting there! Now we're getting close to something! I mean, it's more likely to go east. <laughs> no, but that's irrelevant. We are getting... I mean, actually, you're very successful, but we're getting close to a joke. Okay. We're that close to a joke. Paul, I will be quiet this time, and I will allow you to speak, sir. Thank you, sir. Unless I think of a better okay. joke, in one case, I will interrupt okay. again. <laughs> <laughs> so, flew out under Storm Kiara, or Kira, or whatever her name is. Yeah. Um, four... 41, no, 42 hours plus to get uh, to get from here to, to, to the door of the hotel, Ooh. which was a, a nasty, nasty, queuing for four hours, over four hours in, uh, what's it, Amsterdam Airport. Anyway, got there, um, missed the days of rehearsal, one day of rehearsals, played the two concerts, flew back the next morning, uh, chaos in Heathrow because of Storm Dennis and all of the arrival, no, departures boards not working properly so nobody knew where they were going but we managed to be on the last uh, domestic flight to leave Heathrow that day wow. so we were very fortunate for that um, but I, by then I'd already started to feel a little tickle in my throat yes. uh, yeah exactly so <clears throat> uh, came home got in absolutely delighted to not have to do any more traveling uh, went to sleep woke up the next morning feeling decidedly unwell so um you know, I read the instructions and called the appropriate people, um, and then there was a flurry of activities. I said, okay, we'll get someone to call you back. Um, so they did, um, and they uh, asked me to list all of my symptoms. Um, I explained that I'd just arrived back in the UK from South Korea, um, <clears throat> and uh, they said, okay, we, we, you meet the criteria, so we're going to have to get somebody to call you back again. Wow. Um, and that person wanted to know what my circumstances were, if I had a car, if I could go to the testing center. Uh, we don't have a car, we've had one for ages. Um, so they said, okay, don't worry, we'll get someone to come to you. Just wait for a call and we'll get back to you. Waited 24 hours, didn't hear a thing. Um, but at this stage, obviously I'd already told work that um, I was suspected coronavirus and I was self-quarantining myself. Um, 
And then after that 24-hour period, I got a call saying, we're coming, we'll be there before midday today. So I thought, great, fine. I then get a call to say, we're outside now. What we'd like you to do is to come downstairs, Ooh. open the door, and go back upstairs, please. This is so exciting. God, it's like E.T. Hang on, isn't this how, like, this, this, by the way, should we be saying this on the air? Because I suspect loads of scammers are going to be going, ah, here's a way to get people to open their front doors and Ooh. walk away. Now, go on, carry on. Well, I mean, that, yeah. Uh. But the... Mm, no, no well, of course we're allowed to talk. We are, I'm joking. We are allowed to talk about this, and this is fascinating because I don't know what happens, and it's important, so go on. So tell me, do they come in with hazmat suits and, like, tunnels, like at the well, end of E.T.? I, I don't know, because they asked me to go back upstairs and go back into my bedroom. So I opened the door um, and then went back upstairs, sat on my bed. They came in, um, got suited up, because I could hear, you know, lots of... Um, kind of, you know, sheet noises and yes. rustling and stuff. Oh. And then they came to the top of the stairs and said, OK, can you please come out of your bedroom and stand on the top of the landing, please? This is insane. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, they're wearing um, a full mask, like, you know, normal masks that you see people wearing. Um, they had a, a kind of a head guard on, on top of that. Um, and gowns and gloves basically everything was covered absolutely 100 percent of themselves was covered and they had a little hip bag there were two of them one came only halfway up the stairs the other came to the top of the stairs did not set foot on beyond that no well your, your house is they a tip please, so well exactly <laughs> couldn't couldn't navigate their way past the the nonsense right yes. um <clears throat> so they um yeah then i came out and said okay stop there I was then handed a bottle um, and asked to give them a sample of my phlegm, mm. um, which I did. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Never been able to do that on demand very well, but um, yes. Anyway, um, I did my best. And then uh, they put that in, a, in their little kind of hip sack. And then I got, um, they gave me a nose swab in both of my nostrils. And then a throat swab. For five seconds down the back of the throat, yeah? Something like that, Thank yeah. You. Which was quite uncomfortable for a while afterwards. Mm. But um, anyway, so that happened. And at that stage, um, you know, we had a little bit of a chit-chat. They were explaining what I should and shouldn't do. Results in 24 hours. I suspect it's longer by now. And at that stage, they'd already tested over 70 people in Glasgow. Wow. And, and had proven positive. And, you know, nothing in the news at all, because at that stage, there'd been no positive cases in Scotland. I think there'd been two or three now, possibly more. But, um, yeah, and then 24 hours later, I got a call to say, oh, you'd be pleased to know that you are <laughs> tested negative for the virus. And so I called up work and said, I can come in now. They said, OK, well, you've got the rest of the week off. And that's the that's the, the thing. Everyone gets coughs and colds and sniffles when you fly on a yeah. long haul fly it because of the air yeah. and all of that horrible stuff. I've never come home and not had a runny nose and a bit of a cough, you know. it's um, So that must have been a real... How did you feel when... A huge relief when they said you were fine? I... Uh, well, based on the trajectory of the illness, you know, from the time I first made contact with them, I basically, because I was self-isolating, I you know, I was taking night nurse, I was sleeping most just Beautiful. almost all the time. Yeah. Um, so, um, by the time they arrived, I felt quite well. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I'd done nothing but eat, sleep, you know, do the necessary and 
um, and that was it. So I was very well rested um, and well hydrated, well fed, warm and comfortable. I think that's incredible because for some reason, a lot of this is being kept very secret. I sort of understand why they're not saying where people are. And I no. get that because that they don't want to cause a panic and a mass exodus. or So they don't say what towns people are in. Mm. I mean, we know that one of the, unfortunately, one of the people who passed away was in Milton Keynes. But that's one of the yeah. few times I've heard a place mentioned. But I, I, yeah. I, I have yet to see, like, a, a, you know, th th what the actual symptoms are and how the test, I heard how the test was done because I was listening to Radio 4. But it... It all seems a little mysterious, Paul. And I just think if they were a bit more transparent and spoke to us the way you just did, that a little bit of the mystery would go and, and we might feel a little bit more relaxed. Yeah, absolutely. But if, if I'm honest, there, were, there, were more, there was more screening taking place in the hotel I stayed in in Korea of course. than there was at Heathrow Airport. Of course. Because I was astonished. It, it's it's you know it, it's pretty easy to argue. We have reacted in this country quite late to it. You know, even yeah. when Italy was was over three hundred people with it, we 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 did nothing. We changed nothing. You know, we'd known about yeah. the the virus. When was it? De December, I think. Early December, yeah. it was yeah. it was brought up, and and we've done very very little. And I still don't really know if enough is being done. It doesn't seem to be any real leadership. Anyway, Paul, I'm glad sure. you and yours are well and safe. Mm, yeah, so are we. Thank and, you, uh, Congratulations again to both of you. Lots thank of love. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's, uh, we'll take a call straight to where. Let us go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello? You're on the air. All right, I'm on the air now. Yep. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Sorry, day. Sorry, day, Tommy. Hello, oh, Tommy. I thought you were on the docks. I, uh, you know, I thought you were on the docks, Tommy. Uh, yeah, right. Um, over to you, um, Rocky. Sorry. Uh, hey, Adrian. Hey, Paulie. Actually, sorry, I put, sorry about them impressions. Not very good, are they? No, they were absolutely terrible. <laughs> wow. uh, let's go to line three. Three, you're on the wireless. Hello. It's hello, Ian. Hello, Catherine. Pete, star of At What's On The Tapes. A few weeks ago, okay. Catherine, I said to this young man, if he got over a 1,000 followers on Twitter, we'd invite him onto the show as an actual proper guest yeah. to talk about his project. Peter. Yes. How many followers do you have? Uh, I'm just checking because someone's just followed me. 1,010. When do you want to come on as a guest? Um, it, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know because, yeah, my, I'm just going into an annoying work shift pattern. Hang on. Whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on a second. Wow. This guy has been given the chance <laughs> to come on to a national award, double award-winning radio show that is co-hosted by the Strawberry Guy from I'm a Celebrity. 
And now he's backtracking. Now he, I bet he's had a better offer. It doesn't take long for him to turn, does it? I bet Jeremy Vine's been it. Oh, oh yeah, we'll have that on the, the show. Later on, we've, we've, we've got a chap who's going through VHS videos. Yeah, you'll have some trucker well, pulling over well, in tears, well, not well, being well, able to carry on his drive because he wants to listen to the end of your bit. Do you, do, do you remember VHS videos? Well, we've got one guy who's going through the, the uh, a lot of times. Uh, give us a call now. So you've got the, the flipping egg. I'm <laughs> holding out for breakfast, to be honest. I'm, I'm holding out for breakfast, but... <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, there's me saying, why don't you pop up to the studios, 10.30 on Monday night, and now he's going, ah, ah. We'll see. He's changed. <laughs> he's changed. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm working Sunday to Wednesday next week, so... I'll tell you what, why don't you pop in next no. Friday? No. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, let us know. You'd be very, very welcome. We'll get you in for half an hour. How about that? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that would be studio, amazing. I love yeah. it. I love what you're doing. I think it's a really interesting project. I think it's weird. I think you're weird. I think there's a nice bit of performance. <laughs> uh, I also think it's it's social history. It's actual social history. Um, so why don't we get you in the studio for half an hour, one night, whenever you're ready? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be lovely. I mean, yeah, someone called, someone called me a true eccentric. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. That's not bad. I, I'm sh online, I'm sure we've we've all been called a lot worse than that. <laughs> yeah, so Grumpy Skeletor recommended me. Yeah. Oh, he's good, Grumpy Skeletor. We like him. I, I wasn't aware of him, and then he's good. yeah, suddenly he tweeted about me, and I've got three hundred extra followers. Okay, well, so, I, okay, well, I got yeah. you. Okay, but I got you the first. First six, you, seven hundred. Yeah, it, no, you, you, you absolutely it's did. Not, yeah. it's not, it's not, it's all it took was Skeletor going. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It's it, funny, I, like I, Susan. I, it, it's not important. It doesn't matter. I, but, but I got the first six or seven hundred. Few, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> These things don't matter. Pete, I look forward to seeing you sat in that chair over there at some point soon, mate. Thank you. Yeah, as long as we're all allowed to actually leave the house. Oh, shove it up your bum, you miserable so-and-so. Flipping heck! Can you believe that guy? I can. This is Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Last 20 minutes of the week, like my last Friday for a while, Martin Kellner will be in at one. We're taking calls straight to air. You don't have to be a first-time caller. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, sorry, I think I got cut off for a minute there. Yeah, I cut you off. Oh, I, yeah. I, up yours. I mean, what is the, what is it? Who does he think he is now? He thinks he's Jeremy Vine's boyfriend. That's what he thinks he is. Idiot. Um, what have you got? Because we ain't got no calls. All right. This is going to cheer us all up. This is the sort oh. of news the country needs. Here we go. Boris, Boris Johnson's having another baby and everybody's so excited. And the rumour is he's going to call it Dolly Parton. <laughs> oh, close. A Brit is the proud wearer of the world's best mullet after winning the title in Australia. The home of the mullet. The home of the mullet. Australia. <laughs> Rob Ayton, 31, was crowned best international mullet oh. at Mullet Fest, held in Curry Curry, New South Wales, after initially getting the tragic hairstyle for a laugh. Uh, the graphic designer from Biddeford, Devon, got his first mullet cut three years ago while Bid on well, holiday in Australia. Okay, Biddeford is is the kind of place where they have mullets. So, <laughs> yeah. At first he wasn't keen, but over the years the style began to grow on him and he kept it long at the back going past his shoulders. A recent trip down under has now seen him basking in mullet glory. Uh, how do you talk in Biddeford, Devon? 
Like farmers? Yeah, he's very, very farmer-based. Okay. I was coming down here for a skateboarding competition and it just happened to time with me being out here for that so I could go out to Curry Curry and see the mullet fest himself, he said. There was eight of us from all over the globe. It was good fun, a good laugh. Three years ago, I came over to Australia and got me a mullet haircut. Chopped it up on irony, really. I've never been a fan of the mullet or the chopped rat's it, tail. Did what? Chopped it chopped up? Chopped it up in irony, really. I think this guy's probably a rad dude. This guy, I think, is doing it for real. Mm. I've never really been a fan of the mullet or the rat's tail, but I have to say I do like the mullet now, so my point of view has changed dramatically. It genuinely feels like it's been a religious ceremony for me. Australia, you've been amazing. Oh, it's going to his head. Mm. His hair. Rob said that his hair is currently down to his shoulder blades and his party piece is to unscrew the top of a bottle of water using his hair alone. What? What, like whips it? I suppose so. I mean, that's... Uh... That's incredible. He said, growing a good mullet takes time and patience and being able to hand handle a S-ton of negative feedback. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you remember what it was like with your tash. Mullet Fest is not that I'm comparing your tash to a mullet. No, no, but I got a lot of abuse. I got a lot of abuse for that. It's funny, isn't it? There are certain things that people feel obliged to comment on. Mullets is one. Apparently, Tash's is another. Yeah. I quite like your Tash. Mullet Fest is an annual event that honours the best mullet... I saw a picture in my Tash the other day. I thought, oh, that looks really good. It did look good. It did look really good, actually, It's yeah. just you don't see him very often. No, That's why people no, react so good. violently. Yeah. Mullet Fest is an annual event that honours the best mullet cuts in various styles and categories, including everyday, grubby, vintage and extreme. <laughs> <laughs> Their website states, all competition entrants are judged on their haircut, overall presentation and stage presence. The winner of the illustrious Best Mullet of Them All category is crowned on the day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, people's hair. Um, it's a strange... I mean, there are some celebrity mullets. Davy Jones in the 80s, Paul McCartney for the 80s and the 90s. I had a bit of a mullet at one point. It's The she-mullet is a slightly different affair. It was like a bob. Lovejoy. Uh, with a spiky top, and I had, they, they cut the sides in, so it was a mullet. Right. Yeah, it's a strange old... Uh, I mean, the, the, uh, yeah, I was talking about the shark's fin. Shark oh, yeah. fin the other Remember day. That was thing. I think I had it for a bit. Everyone had it. Robbie Williams had one, didn't they? Just, just, it was just like, went up in the middle. That's when people up. got into product that wasn't gel. Yeah. I, I, I see footage of me as a younger man. I think, oh, God, a little bit of product would go would make such a difference. Would Meanwhile, make such a difference. For the but, women, we think, oh, straighteners. Life before straightness. Yeah. It was a dark place. Uh, well, you're not allowed to do that anymore, are you? It's kind of a Christian thing, isn't it? Like gay conversion therapy. Is that what you mean by straightness? No, I meant the, like, you know, hot... Some of those gay guys are, are hot, and that's the thing, yeah. but they're just not happy with it. It's up to them, really. Line one, you're on the wireless. You've been placed on hold. No, no I not. haven't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> Don't work like that. Not on this show. Don't work like that, but not... On this show, young man. You had a good week, Dylan? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. You're not tired? I'm tired. Kathy's tired. Kathy's old. And I've lived. Um, are you not tired? Not really. Well, want to hit string fellows or something afterwards? Pardon? No. Okay, good. I'm glad. Pe- peppermint hippo. Peppermint hippo. Um, what would you say has been the best bit of this week and the worst bit of this week? For your work experience? Uh, it was good 
going on air yesterday and then coming coming back to your house and yeah. spending the day. So there. the best part of your work experience was coming to my house. Oh, okay, great, great. Fun Uncle Ian's. Great. Um, and the worst part? Of this week? Yeah. Uh, Kath, was it Kath? Shut up. Shut up. It's so nice having you in, man. It's been nice to spend a bit of time with you because, saying yesterday, when we we spend time together, it's uh, it's with family. You know, it's like Christmas or birthdays or stuff like that. And so there's my kids and there's your sister and your mum and dad who are all great people. Uh, one of those people I've mentioned isn't great. I'm not going to say who. Let them work, fight it out amongst themselves. Um, but but it's nice, you know, spend a bit of time with you on your own and we don't really um, get to do that so I've had a great week uh, and I hope you've, you've felt that you've got yeah, yeah. stuff out of it definitely um, good evening line one you're on the wireless hi Catherine Ian and Dylan is Dylan still there yes hello um, in life you very rarely get to speak and work with professionals and you have had the most Rewarding, I think, in time come, in time come. Hang on, say that again. You, you, actually, you've had the, hang on, your phone cut out. You've had, you've had the most rewarding... Sorry. Rewarding time working with two professionals that I'm really proud of, of winning the award that you and Catherine and Ian have won. Do you won. know what, Mark? For a second I thought you were going to say, and Ian, you must feel so privileged to have worked with Dylan and Catherine. <laughs> for this week. That's where I thought that was going! <laughs> well, um, here's the thing, man. Because, uh, and thank you, Mark, for your kind words. And I've had a few of the listeners get in touch and say, we feel that this, the award is ours. Well, it's not. It's mine and Cat. No, it is, right? Because it was a public vote as well. Everyone uh, who heard that call as it went out, so many people took part in that call. I was talking, I had to do an interview for the Radio Times. And he said, why did you keep the call on air? And I said, well, I'm really glad I did for a couple of reasons. But one of them was, we didn't know where he was, and so callers were listening and were almost triangulating Chris's location. He would say he could see something, and someone would text in going, oh, I live in Plymouth, and I think I know where that is, and we managed to work out where he was because of the caller interaction. Yeah, and if we'd have dropped that call, yeah. uh, that would have been on us. We might have been the last pe yeah. people he spoke to. And, and also, it was a public vote, and we, you know, our show on a good night, get 62,568 listeners on a good night. And we're up against Chris, million, uh, Chris Evans, who gets over a million, and Zoe Ball, who I think gets about eight million. And people voted for us. This weird little cult late-night show that some people hate and some people really love. So, do you know what? Yeah, it kind of, you know, it, I don't want to sound all cheesy and all of that, but the award kind of belongs to all of you people, unless you voted for it's Zoe Ball or Chris Evans, in which case you can get lost. It's because you are professionals at what you do. You care. You're not just throwing music into the air. You're actually interacting with us, the listeners. And Dylan, man, you, you've had the biggest chance of your life, and you'll remember it for the rest of your life. And he screwed it. And he, screwed it up. <laughs> he, he wasted it, Mark. He wasted it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much you are, for doing the job that you do. You're a good man, Mark, and I really appreciate it. And you know that we struggle with taking compliments, but we're, we're, we're taking that and we're going to have that. Because I know that to, to a lot of people, 
and it's it's starting to sink in. And again, this is going to sound arrogant, but I don't mean it in an arrogant way. To a lot of people, this show actually means quite a lot. And I think me and Kath are yeah. finally starting to realise that. And calls like yours help us see what this means to some people. So thank you, Mark. I really appreciate your kind words. And thank you for being so kind to my nephew. Take care. Thank you, mate. Thanks, Mark. There you go, you see. I've been thinking about this a lot as well. And I think that actually... People that don't listen to this show must have voted for us. Oh, God, yeah. Because we're in a time where it feels like we've been set against each other for whatever reason, politically, you know, ge uh, geographically, um, socially, on gender lines, all these different things. There's always reasons to be in, so in the opposite uh, team to other people. And maybe that's just the way it comes across on Twitter. I don't know. But people hear something that is humanity. People hear something that is just um, human beings trying to help each other out, and I think we need that now and again. We need reminding that actually, um, when it comes down to it, there are essential things in life. Yeah. Um, and and one of those is um, compassion. Um, I just I just want to say to Keith. Keith is a little bit upset that we. Keith was the gentleman doing the impressions. A little bit upset that we cut him off. Keith, don't be upset. I've just tweeted your reply. Everyone gets cut off, especially during the straight to air. Um, the calls, some of the calls are a bit longer. Things like, you know, Paul's call was a bit longer because it was an interesting story and some of them are short. Don't take it personally. It's not personal criticism. I mean, yes, the impressions were, were lousy. I will happily give you tips on impressions I'm great. Don't take it personally. I very, very much enjoyed your call. So please don't take it personally. Um, we appreciate uh, nearly all of the calls. Uh, another few minutes till Martin comes in. Call straight to air if you want. 0344 499 give us, Give us a raunchy. Raunchy? I've got... PG-14. I've only got spooky. I'll give us... Oh, I meant spooky. I, you can have either an exorcist... What's going on there? It's Nat King Cole again. Sorry, the ghost of Nat King Cole. This is the problem. You're a fanny. I've got a mouthful of sausage. Sorry, well, okay, okay, sorry. You can either have exorcists or a cursed ventriloquist dummy that will not die. Oh, you know exactly which one I want. All right, here we go. Let's do this. A velodrome. A velodrome. A a ventriloquist, a gutlegear. A ventriloquist doll mistaken for a dead body was branded as cursed as it was pulled from a river and took numerous attempts to burn. <sighs> the sinister human-sized ventriloquist doll was mistaken for a dead body when it was hauled out of a river by villagers in Mexico, who were so creeped out they decided, burn it, burn it. It must burn. But also, vents, it's a lousy act, so I would still say burn the doll. Unfortunately, the doll, found wrapped in a blanket in the small town of Santonio La Esperanza, would not burn, and so the community decided it was cursed. In a video, the doll is seen lying on the earth with one eye blackened and burned, but the other bright blue and staring. Its hinged jaw gave the doll a creepy and scarred appearance, adding to the air of uneasiness. It radiates uneasiness. It radiates. You said uneasiness. It's horrible. Who's <laughs> telling? I can't. I'm, the human-shaped dummy. Asked for a Rigsby and I forgot how to do it again. Yes. Was Sorry. initially mistaken for a dead body. Yes, you mentioned that Daily Star, but thanks for reiterating. But luckily, it soon became apparent it wasn't Daily real when it was unwrapped from the shawl. 
However, it remains a mystery as to who the previous owner of the spooky mannequin was and why this person went to such great lengths to dispose of it in such a strange way. <laughs> so he threw it in the river. After several attempts... Kath was meant... That was supposed to be funny there, Dylan. So if you get a little oh. laugh... <laughs> there we go. Okay. Shut your face. <laughs> After several attempts, the villagers finally managed to burn it, local media reports. The story has since reached Oscar-winning film director Guillermo del Toro, best known for making dark fantasy movies like The Shape of Water. Well, best known for making films that are a little bit long and tedious and not that spooky. Yeah, that I know The Shape of Water as well. I know that she was supposed to be eccentric, but still... Mm. Ah. And Pan's Labyrinth, again... Ah. Mm. Who retweeted several photos of the scary doll. Local journalist Cesar Buenrostro mm, sees a good face, <laughs> disputed the idea of a supernatural presence and you claimed locals had failed to burn the doll at the first attempt because it was damp. <laughs> you just reminded me, at, I grew up in Slough. A yeah. lot of kids, sort of Pakistani, Indian, Indian and Bangladeshi kids. And when, particularly as in primary school and middle school, and the teacher, the very white old ladies, would call the register, uh, Ian, uh, Steve... Wahid, Wahid, what does your name mean? What does your name mean? You don't know? Well, why don't you ask your mum and dad? Adji, what does your name mean? <laughs> there's so many of them. Oh, so she's the trying. Well, that, that were all the teachers, were it? What does your name mean? Uh, Dylan, I'm going to ask you to step outside, please, because uh, Martin Kellner has probably had a few drinks, and he is very, very Punchy. handy. Very handy with his fists, this guy. So <laughs> just, just, out. there we go. Just, just, yeah. to, don't look him in the eye. Go on, So yeah, they it, decided it. it wasn't cursed, it was just damp. Once it had dried, they found it easier to set a light. <laughs> <laughs> Bring in a journalist. <laughs> uh, Martin. Uh, yeah, you always ask me what I've got in the show, and there's never anything very exciting. However. Why do you come in, then? I just like to be with an award winner. Who's who's uh, who's pressed your shirt? You, your, that shirt is ironed. Yeah, it's nice. Oh, thank you very much. Do you do, do you iron it yourself? No, um, Mrs. Kellner ironed it for me. Does she spray starch? I don't know. I, never, well, I, I leave all that stuff to her. But um, it's old-fashioned. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> good, I like to wear a crisp shirt. Because oh, my like, shirts, when they're on, can mm. be really smoothly ironed. Spray starch. As soon as they're on, though, they just go all messy and... I'm breathing very carefully to keep the, keep the starch, nah, a crisp feel it. to it. But, God, so you do have something on your show tonight. Yeah, I mean, uh, we have, uh, you know, various stuff with matters of interest, etc. Uh, et et <laughs> I'll be talking to a man who reckons uh, nudists ought to, or naturists, whichever you want to call them, mm. uh, it's a philosophy... Perverts. Perverts, yeah. Okay, it's a philosophy... Well, there you are, you see, that's a hate crime, both of you. <laughs> oh, no! A hate crime. <laughs> Oh, God, we'll have to give the award back. Yeah, oh, you will. No awards for you anymore. <laughs> um, because he's... Uh, there's something with the, the hate law. Basically, he'll tell me all about it. But they want to be judged as a philosophy. It's not just about taking your clothes off. It's a philosophical standpoint. And therefore, in the same way as you shouldn't abuse Christians, because, you know, they've got this... Their own misguided theory. beliefs, yes. Yes, whatever. So you should... Oh, two hate crimes. Yes. So you've... <laughs> totting them up now. Why did he wear socks. Why did he wear socks? Well, well to, to keep their willies nudist warm. and naturist. On their feet. Yeah, they tend to wear socks and shoes. Why? Uh, to keep their feet from um, get, you know, if you've got a flinty surface, like maybe if you're doing the sand <laughs> the flinty surface. Well, most of them are clean shaven these days. <laughs> mm. If you're. <laughs> 
<laughs> if you're doing the Sam dance, like Wilson, Kaplan, Betty, nice. for instance, you don't want to, you know... It's a reference all, for the kids. Uh, yeah, it's a good one for the teenagers, isn't it? You don't want all that chafing on your feet. No. It can be very painful. But anyway, they have a philosophy, and we'll, he'll explain it to me. He's in Sheffield. Okay, let's listen, well, that's all coming up next. We're out of time. Thank oh, you, Martin. Blimey. Thank you, Amy. Dylan, thank you so much for your help this week. Thank you, everyone who voted for us. Catherine, I shall see you on uh, Sunday. This yeah. is Talk Radio. Talk Radio.